seven. Five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 boop, boop, boop. <laughs> oh, dear. oh, good day, mate. How are you? <laughs> good day, mate. How's it going down there in the land of the free? I know, right? I just got back from the pub. Do you remember those? Do you remember the public house where you enjoy beverages and have fun Mixed merry with old people? Times? Yeah, we oh, had a live I, band playing music. Wow. I haven't been to a pub in uh, over, I don't know, it's probably about a year actually, uh, and I haven't really mingled with other humans other than my girlfriend and workmates in, again, about a year. It's it's a depressing set of circumstances, but hey-ho. But you're living like a king. Yeah, I've got some of the, like I had the stat thing here, where was it? And it was like, we've had no cases now from the past 12 13 days or something. The only ones we do have is return travellers from overseas, which go straight into quarantine. Right. So, yeah. Well, we're, we, we're fucking, we nailed it, yeah. We, we've had a substantial amount of cases. I think we were speaking to you, I was speaking to you during the uh, the week, and I think you've had, what, 25,000 cases in total? Yeah, I'm just we're looking like, at it here. What was it? So, total cases for Australia to date, 28,806. Yeah, we had something like 28,000 yesterday. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not the best. <laughs> but what can you do? Uh, dear. Yeah, we had a total of 909 deaths. Is that what you've had? You're doing really well, man. Like, a fucking hell of a yeah. lot better than what we're doing. But I suppose it's too early. Like, WA, that's the thing. A lot I of people am. are doing like um, direct comparisons, but I, I don't think it's possible to or it's yeah, too it early to compare because anyone. your population is fucking 10 times as big as ours yeah and a lot more densely packed as well we had like nine total deaths here in wa since the whole thing began it's incredible <laughs> that is it really is why do you think it's what what do you think it's causing your cases to be so like we're an just... island to begin with like island state so uh, island country so that yeah. helps in a massive way. And we're so spar- sparsely populated. So. I was going to say, do you think there's a cultural difference? Like you're, you're, you're actually listening to what your government is saying. <laughs> yeah, we mostly do. It's, there's always a few fucking idiots. Like there was people over east that were still going to the beach and shit when it was first happening. And everyone was like, what are you doing, you fucking morons? Pull your heads in. But yeah. overall, it seems like everyone's like been fairly sensible <laughs> yeah yeah it 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 is um i always try and look at the big picture even though it's difficult and i wonder how like where are we in the time scale of the pandemic are we 10 percent yeah. through are we 90 percent? you know what i mean it's difficult it to was, tell the, i'm hoping i read a number 99. i read a number uh, uh, where was it i read a quote earlier from like our health minister yeah saying something about like um if he could, I can't remember, like, I don't know where it was, but it was somewhere. And it was like, if he could have thought that at the beginning that we'd be a position where we were getting zero cases while the world was getting like 600,000 cases in a day, that that would Fuck. be like impossible. But that's exactly where we are. Like, we've got zero. We're like screening everyone that's happening, but everyone that's coming in, but the world is still fucking spiraling out of control. Yeah, it does. It does look like that. It does look. It. I mean, it, it's a negative outlook, but everything's it seems fine to now be though because worse. it's Biden's America. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. 
<laughs> it, do, it does seem, if you look at, I look at the numbers and the numbers are one thing, but then I look at the graph, like you look at a linear graph and you're like, this, this shit's fucking not even stopping. It's like, I think we're at the bottom of the curve here. We're going, this is it. Rocket it just time. mutates, like you guys fucking mutated it, ruined it for us with your crazy yeah. UK mutant strain <laughs> that tried to come over here. <laughs> Well, you know what? We, they're, they're calling this Plague Island now. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably correct. Yeah, they reckon, yeah, so they say, that, that they um, it was only found here because we've got such amazing ability to, to measure. End and try and fucking push you off. <laughs> it's because we can sequence it. That's what our government was saying. They were like, we've just got such amazing like ability to like oh, find yeah. and discover new viruses. <laughs> that's why we've. It's, it really should be called... The new variant <laughs> discovered in England. That's what it should be called. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what I'm happy that like we've that got the new the one. Spanish flu. It wasn't actually this. It wasn't actually the Spanish that, flu where it started. They were the first ones that started reporting on it, so everyone just called it yeah, the Spanish yeah, yeah. flu. Wasn't that something to do with p- press freedoms? Like because they were, I think, was it because the World War One yeah, was they, kicking they off? They were able they to actually report. talk. Yeah. Yeah. And so when people did hear about it, like troops or whatever around the world, whichever countries, it was coming from Spanish media. So they initially thought it must be coming from Spain, but it wasn't. And that was a fuck up, man. I mean, yeah. just the first mass movement of people around the world. And it co- well, I don't suppose it coincided with a, a new, you know, influenza. It was probably always there. But when everybody's moving around the planet, trying to go home, dragging it with them, it's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah. <laughs> no vaccines. That's it. It's so- I've been reading that um, Sapiens book and they're talking about like in that the agricultural revolution and from yeah. that it just fucked everything up from the very beginning. Like, as soon as we tried <laughs> to domesticate wheat and <laughs> tried to bring everything in and we all these animals just shut everywhere and fucking all these diseases ran rampant. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It, there is a definite plus side to um, <laughs> the way we developed agriculture and huge populations, but there's also an incredibly... Incredibly big negative now side. You get, now you get sore backs and your hips blow out and everything because we're not made to be lugging fucking things around, like fucking clearing crops and doing all of this stuff. We're made to fucking chase gazelle and climb trees, but instead we're like, oh, I'll bend over and weed this 40,000 acre fucking property, but now we do it with a tractor, but... Yeah, now we get coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, we, we do it with a tractor, which heats the planet up and melts the poles. <laughs> now we're all yeah. going to die in flood then we're gonna water get, Then we're going to then we're going to get some crazy fucking what are those um uh what's the crazy spore ones that are from like what like the Antarctic uh, ones or some shit? No, the what are the cordyceps like cordyceps fucking oh, fungus right, that yeah. gets into fucking like tarantulas and then pops out of their heads and shit. <laughs> there's gonna be one of there's gonna be one of those buried deep in the permafrost of the Arctic somewhere that's gonna fucking yeah. infect humans and we'll just melt it and it'll pop back out and that'll be the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does like now like this since this has happened. I do look at not my own mortality because that doesn't really matter but i look at the you know the the survivability of 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 humankind and when you actually think about it there's shit trying to kill us all the time man rocks can come mother nature can just let a nuclear bomb off on your head from space if it wants and that's you done there's tsunamis (laughs) some fucking pulsar that's just sweeping in bursts across the fucking galaxy or across the universe could just sweep through our galaxy and just unravel our dna (laughs) yes yeah that's it yeah (laughs) Wasn't there a solar flare last week? I heard something about that. I didn't read into it. There was something, I heard some sort of like mass ejection. That's terrifying when you look at the size 
of this, yeah. uh, you know, sun burp, and it's you whether know, it's coronavirus or coronal the earth. mass ejections. Bloody <laughs> coronas everywhere, trying to fucking wipe <laughs> yeah. us out. It's true though, man. It's true. Think of that though, you were saying though about your own mortality though. You go, yeah, I'm bringing a fucking COVID baby into the world. Like, I know, but you're in the best fucking, place. Yeah, that's it. We're in the problem. Yeah, I'm just looking at that, being like, well, well, now I'm going to be all. One of those fucking parents that's just like, oh my god, look at the world, look at the world, what's happening now, what's happening has now? It cha- has it changed fine. your perspective? Do you look yeah. at things differently now? Has a bit, but not yet, because the kid's not born, so but when it does, I'm sure it will change my perspective in a fucking reality-shifting way. So. Are you ta- are you taking like less risks at work, like not leaning out of cherry pickers and shit? Like, yeah, I did much. that the other day. I rang the boss and I was like, "Nah, man, this is fucking bullshit." Eh? I was like, "I'm not going up to the top of this because there was an eight me- the window that was eight meters up." Yeah, and the only way to get up there was like either go on the scaffold outside, which was still like fucking five hundred mil, fucking out you know like fucking from the building, so you'd be at the top of a ladder, like leaning full extent <laughs> over, and I was like. <laughs> Fuck that noise. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was don't like, do I'm not that. Doing this. I was like, have get ever, some other muppet in to do this. Have you ever dropped like uh, a window? Look. <laughs> I've never dropped glass. I dropped two things off that scissor lift that I sent you a video of me and Jack in the other day. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking around. Yeah. Up. In that thing, I was putting louvers in and I was like, oh, and I just knocked my drill with my elbow and sent my drill falling like nine meters. But there was no, we had an exclusion zone. Like you have to have an exclusion zone underneath you. So there's no one down there. And, but yeah, yeah, I was just like, oh, gunk. Oops. <laughs> yeah, I drop shit all the time. I drop, the most annoying thing is going down to pick it up once you've dropped it. I get, yeah. go all the way up, get set up, drop something, and go for fuck's sake. And you go all the way back down. <laughs> yeah, wearing the scissor lift. So you're like, yeah. Just slowly start one going back down. Like, yeah. Forget one thing and be like, oh, hold on, go back down and get that. And then you like set everything up and then you'd be like, all right, should we go have a cigarette? Fuck this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the health and safety here. I mean, whilst I understand that you have to be safe, <laughs> um, there is a bit of common sense that they should allow you to to uh, to exercise. But it's crazy. Like you can only go on some, some uh, places I work. They won't even like, allow you to go on a stepladder for more than... You know, a yeah, that's, that's short like duration work. Well. We're not allowed to use um A-frame ladders anymore. They have to be platform ladders where it's yeah. like the platform folds out at the top, but then that restricts you to working at the said height that the platform's at and you might only yeah. need to stand up like two rungs. So then you spend yeah. the whole time standing on the rungs of the ladder anyway and you're like, well... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It all looks good on paper, but it doesn't actually yeah. work out in the physical world. Like I, I um, I don't know whether I've mentioned this before. Probably, I probably have on on, on a, our pod. But th- I, I did the work. I did some work in a hospital. I do I work in hospitals quite regularly. And I was speaking to one of the maintenance guys there, and he was telling me that it cost it cost the NHS four hundred pounds to change a light bulb. And I was like, how the fuck does it cost? That's ridiculous. Just it's fucking yep. a quid. Just change it, and it's the it's the sequence of steps that people have to go through. They're not allowed to have the, their maintenance guy stand up on a fucking ladder above three yeah. feet or whatever. And well, what he said is he goes like, someone in the ward will see a light bulb that's gone in an office that you can just change, like one at home. You just two seconds. You know, so somebody will see that, then they'll ring up the maintenance department, and the maintenance department will go up. So that's someone getting paid. They walk up, yeah, they they'll have a look log at it. it. <laughs> Yeah, they log it. They go down onto system, and then they look on the system, and some company's fucking, you know, responsible yeah. for the some contract. Company there. that got the contract for the hospital yeah. that charges eighty dollars for a light because they're like, Fuck yeah, you. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So then they have to call that company. That company comes to site. 
right? And then goes up, has a look, and goes, oh, yeah, I haven't got that light bulb. I'll have to leave. Two hours later, they turn it with a light bulb, put it in, and the bill's 400 quid, and you're like, for fuck's yeah. sakes, man. We're not it's spending like money the wisely. Financial system is complete in complete disarray, and money oh, just yeah. gets like... Because that's public money, just fucking yeah. hemorrhages into... Like, we, man, we worked on this site at the University of Western Australia where they were fucking spending who knows how many million dollars doing their engineering department. So right. that's part of the irony as well. It's the engineering <laughs> department where people learn how to like build energy efficient buildings and all of this sort of shit. What yeah. we do is like do a lot of the powered louvers, which are like the windows that like open in panels, like fucking yeah. glass panels that open up and shit. And they're real big now because of um, their energy efficiency and right. all of that sort of shit. So they were getting like, Three and a three hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of these like powered louvers Fuck. in one section of their building, so you yeah. could like press a button, or it was on their building management system, so that when it was hot or it rained or the aircon was on, they'd automatically open and close and whatnot. And you're like, oh yeah, that's cool. Except then on the wall directly opposite it, so say that was like the south facing wall or whatever, which would get like right. a nice sea breeze, or but then on the north facing wall. They decided to not spend that much money and they just put fixed louvers in that are at a permanently open position. So now if you heat the building, you're literally just doing a global warming. You're just pumping your heat out (laughs) of the side of the building. And like if you open the windows on the other side, you just get a wicked cross breeze that goes straight out the other side. Like that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, you're just like, you guys are the engineering department that make this shit happen. Like, yeah. And then the front fell off of their building as well. That happened at another <laughs> university nearby, like Curtin. Yeah, that killed a person. So that was how hectic. Fuck. Everyone was like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. And we were working on the same glass ceiling in University of Western Australia, which is like this big cantilevered floating fucking section, which probably weighed like 20 ton. Fucking like probably, sol- yeah. Solar panel covered glass fucking floating structure. And yeah, the whole thing just gave way and Jesus. like peeled off the side of the building while dudes Christ. were working on top of it. There's always a paper trail, isn't there? Someone's head will roll. Whenever I do shit like that, I'm like, I'm fucking making sure my shit don't stink because if someone dies, I ain't going to prison. Is that my fault? I I actually got on the radio and I was going to like cut that bit out and put it onto our podcast because I sent a message in and I was like, oh, because I listen to talkback radio because I'm like 75 year old white male. And I'm just like <laughs> sitting there listening to like the local news. That's because I just hate commercial radio. I hate like it's you're listening to KB, KBBL, fucking it's 8 a.m. traffic, blah, blah, blah. I just listen to like the fuck what in our, like, you know, what probably what would would have been, I imagine back in the day, the BBC for use. We yeah. have the ABC, which is the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. And they're like our government taxpayer paid for radio station. So yeah, they yeah, have yeah. zero, they have zero ads. If there's a bushfire, they're the radio station that has all the emergency warnings and shit on right. it. Like they're yeah. just like, they're no bullshit fucking. And th- these days they're very like left leaning. People would argue they're meant to have like a no bias though. They're meant to be sort of like just Completely like the government's neutral. fucking, yeah, just the neutral spo- outlet. Yeah. So that whenever the government's doing something dodgy, they'll cha- challenge the government usually and be like, <laughs> oh, you know, we've got this guy on at least being like, what are you fucking? And then we've got so-and-so ringing in being like, oh, well, fuck you. I can't get a rental property or whatever the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I rang, I rang, I sent them a message in <laughs> and I was like, um, when the building collapsed at Curtin and the dude died, I was like, yeah, we were working on the exact same sort of structure at UWA, like another university here in Perth. 
same thing happened, but they like hushed it up. They quickly fucking really? brushed it all under the rug and they were, no one died or anything. It just, the front fell off luckily because no one was up there when it <laughs> happened. But this one, the fucking front fell off and the dudes were up there. So, and then as soon as I'd sent that message, my phone rang with a private number and I picked it up and it was one of the producers from no fucking way. ABC. And they were like, oh, how you going, Sean? Do you want to fucking, um, like, that was interesting. What was it? Like, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, yeah, it was here. And I was just rocking up to this school. We were working at a school and I'm work, walk, walking along with Jack. And I was like, oh, Jack, it's fucking ABC, bro. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> I was just talking to the fucking producer. But yeah, and he's like, yeah, would you want to be on the air? And I was like, oh, yeah, if you want. And they're like, do you want us to not use your name? And I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool if you want. Because I was like, yeah, I want to get sued by fucking ProBuild or some shit. One of these yeah. multi-million dollar companies. And um, so, yeah, they called me Tony. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> they're Tony. like, oh, yeah, so we got Tony here. And I was like, oh, yeah, how you going, mate? And I was on with bloody <laughs> Russ and Nards in the morning. Russell Wolf and Nardi Mitsopoulos. And yes. <laughs> chatting away with them. And they're like, oh, what happened? And I was like, yeah, working at this building and the fucking front fell off. It's all crazy. And the reason they rang me back is because I brought up a controversial thing, which I was like, you don't want to sound xenophobic or anything, but I was like, because of the push for the bottom bottom dollar, like they want to get yeah. everyone, it's capitalism. Fucking everyone wants to make the biggest fucking keep shareholders yep. happy. So they'd go for the cheapest labor. So yeah, like yeah. all the all the metal that was used at Curtin and UWA was all sent in from China which is like where we send our iron ore anyway, so whatever, that's fair enough. But then it's when the labour that's used to construct it as well is like like some fucking dude would say that's trying to um, be controversial. He'd be like, oh, like South Park, where they'd be like, that took yeah. our jobs. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, it's yeah. dudes that are literally coming over like, don't speak any English at all. They'll be like, um, we're, working at, we're working at one site, which is this big fucking multi-million dollar, probably fucking a few hundred mil, this huge, big riverfront um, new Ritz-Carlton, like the right. fucking owned by the Hiltons, like fucking uh, the yeah. Hilton franchise shit. They well, built one of them on, on the fucking – yeah, exactly. They had um that built on what's called uh, Elizabeth Key here in Perth. The fucking um, um, electrical cupboard – the sign writing on that said electrical cupboard and then the fire, the fire extinguishers said fire extinguishers. Like had no G and some shit. And we're all there laughing about it. Everyone's like in the like lunchrooms being like, you see the fucking site and it's on like 32 floors. Yeah, like every yeah, floor yeah. has had some dude that can't actually speak English hired exactly. to do like the sign writing. And that's what I was saying to them on the radio. I was like, if you're supposed to go for a site meeting and these dudes from these big companies with their HR and their health guys will be yeah. like, right, so we've got to have a meeting and you've got to do this and that. And then like 30% of the guys on site don't actually even like speak that language to a level, which is like, it's fair enough if you want to, if you need, yeah, a, you need a job and whatever. But like, if I wanted to go to, Spain or something. I couldn't just go get a job on a construction site and be like, no, sorry, I don't speak Spanish, but exactly, you know, I'll figure it out. Like, but here you'd be like, everyone will go. Oh, right now I can hear your listeners and some of mine probably go and listen to this fucking racist cunt. And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm trying to say is, like, if you want to trust your life to someone, like you were saying, this all came from I've got a kid on the way. I'm harnessed to a fucking structure with the idea that that's going to stop me falling. It doesn't yeah. fucking help if that structure collapses and I'm fucking harnessed onto the fucking building. Built, yeah, and it built drags by the chief is bitter. Yeah, and, and it just drags me to my death because they're like, oh, yeah, old mate fucking, you know, whatever, fucking <laughs> couldn't, couldn't fucking understand that the welds were supposed to be here, here, and here. So yeah. fucking the building collapsed. 
use some cheap metal to say, but that's the thing, man. That chase for the bottom, but that bottom line, the, the cheapest amount is not necessarily the most practical way to do it. Like, no, I read because um, the cheap man pays twice. You're like, then you go right now. We got to shut this site down. There's a multi-million dollar investigation. Someone's but the problem dead. is, is it costs less to pay out a, a death case, yeah, than it does yeah. to fucking. They just can, yeah. they just they cost factor that in. They go, oh well, like it's crazy. We lost isn't fucking it? That's three people factor. building that. Who cares? You know, fucking tough titties. I saw a, I saw an interview with Neil Armstrong, and they were like, "What was it like riding that Saturn V rocket to the moon?" And he said, "It's very something like I'm not quoting him like they said it, it's very disconcerting sitting on a rocket with the potential energy of a small nuclear weapon that you know was built by the cheapest bidder." Yeah, that's it. Yeah, dudes made here yeah, by a bunch of dudes trying to get to the bottom dollar. Yeah, and that's the, that's um that was one of those old mate Ro Jogan has a joke about that where he's like, "It's funny how all the dudes that you see riding fucking rockets." Are never the dudes that actually build them. Like all the all the Operation Paperclip Nazi dudes and all of the uh, yeah, smart yeah, scientists yeah. all like hide down behind some blast screen <laughs> and they get some like corn-fed dude from the middle of bumfuck Idaho and they strap yeah, a fucking yeah. bi- they strap like a Bible under his arm and go, "Good luck, boy. Get in that big metal dick and go fuck this guy." Like, <laughs> it, it's but that's crazy Operation Paperclip and and it sounds like it sounds insane that. You know, the evil Nazis were, were were scooped up and brought back to America so they could spill the beans and all their clever tech and their brilliant ideas. It's that you're like, well, man, they're responsible for a lot of bad shit. But when you look at it, it does. That's exactly what you'd do. That's exactly, of course. Yeah. They've, they've was a developed race to get the there. fucking like the V2 Russian, That was part of the push for the end was like the Russians and the Germans being, oh, the Russians and like the Allies being like, right, well, I mean, whoever gets there first is going to get a pretty sweet fucking technology grab. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was reading about old uh, Werner von Braun, and he was yeah. saying, and like, because like this <laughs> history is so great, like how you, different sources say different things. Some say that he, uh, he, he, you know, he he was he went, went into hiding and tried to escape the Allies, and, and you know, and he, he was like a, a blaze of glory. Went, but it, that's not the case. When he was arrested, it he like um, basically just packaged up. 20 odd trains full of like V2 rockets and engines <laughs> and new metals and, and then went to a specific area where he knew that the American like you know whatever battalion would be and uh, then crossed over and went hello and then we yeah. come in oh peace. hello allies what a surprise I did not expect to see you here yeah, <laughs> anyway I've got a bunch of intelligence if you'd like to yeah. come with you <laughs> yeah 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 and off he went <gasps> and then he must have lived a crazy life because he rubbed shoulders with Hitler and Kennedy yeah. and yeah. built the rocket that got man on the moon and you're like yeah. This fucking. Yeah, they said he was what like he was wanted for fucking war crimes, and yeah. like, he used to hang. Was it the five or the ten slowest Jews out the front of the yeah. factory every fucking yeah, yeah. morning? Like whoever was yeah. the least productive, he'd be like, hangs them. I know what to do with this fella, NASA. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we need. Yeah. Yeah. Get over that yeah. You know what you should do? You should fucking ma- manufacture our freedom rockets. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that must have been he. That life that he lived would make you oh, question whether you li- whether it's a simulation because you'd be like, "Hang yeah. on, look at what I'm doing. Look, this can't be like a normal person's life. There's got to be some fuckery going down here." I mean, that all of that entire like World War Two was it, it was again a massive kick for technology. Look how yeah. it, I mean, war always is, isn't it? It just spurs yeah, on innovation. innovation. Yeah. <laughs> Destruction the, um, leads to innovation. Yeah, we Jack and I were listening to this book when we went down to um this audio book when we went down to Denmark to do this job, and it was uh, D Day through the German eyes, and it was this right. guy that went around like something Echart, yeah. 
and he interviews like actual interviews from the time, like of guys in pillboxes on the Normandy cliffs and that. And yeah. like, it's crazy hearing from them. And they're like, at the time, I had no ideas that I was involved in the biggest land invasion the world had ever seen. He's yeah. like, I could only see this gap between these two dunes. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> like it. you know, he's yeah. looking out through this little gap in between the dunes, and he's like, there's a guy in the thing called um, oh, what was it? Zep. There was um Hans and Zep, and he's he looks oh. at his mate Zep, and he's like. Zep, that looks like there's a fuckload of boats out there, hey. And there's, <laughs> and there's, like, there's like the morning mist parts and suddenly all these fucking planes start coming overhead because they were planning with Operation Overlord, like D-Day, they were planning yeah. to um, uh, like give them a huge – they did the huge naval artillery screen, bomb the fuck out of them. Just fly, fly in with all these fucking planes and bomb the fuck out of them. But both the naval screen and the aerial bomb and the aerial bombardment like massively overshot the coastal cliffs and all that and landed like inland. And he was saying he was watching these planes come in and they were dropping bombs the size of like Volkswagen engines. And he'd watch Fuck. them like hit the field in front of him and then cartwheel like over his pillbox and like explode behind him. And he's just like this is so the fucking sound hardcore. and the chaos. And he's like what the fuck? And they just sit there like all bunkered down in their, like with bits of concrete like falling off the roof yeah. of their pillbox. And then fuck. they just fucking wait. And they had instructions. They were like, don't shoot until the fucking dudes have like. So it sort, it sort of ruined the illusion of. Because one of my, like, not. I knew it was never historically accurate, but well, they say one of the best war movies ever is like Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, where, you know, yeah, the opening yeah. scenes of that fucking D-Day that. shit. You're like, it's so visceral and so fucking intense scary. and the way that he filmed it. But apparently, like, because where Tom Hanks is all, move fast and clear those murder holes, which is what <laughs> they'd call when they drop the fucking gate on one of those amphibious landing yeah. craft because that's like a machine gun is just going to go, all right, well, as soon as that fucking door drops down, I'm just going to mow every fucking dude down I see. And, yeah, so that's what happens in Saving Private Ryan. Like, you see, as soon as those doors drop, it's just fucking... And dudes start jumping over the side and drowning and shit. Yeah, man, that's horrific. In D-Day, he was like, they didn't actually do that. They'd wait for people to congregate on the beach a bit. He's like, because a lot of the landing craft got stuck a little bit short. They'd drop their ramp. So dudes would be wading out, like, fucking thigh high and stomach high. And that's what he just... They'd just start... Yeah, and then they just start mowing him down in the beach. And he was like, I remember feeling bad that the allies would just yeah. throw men at the beach. He's like, they should not be wasting their men like this. <laughs> That's the thing, man. You look at Saving Private Ryan. I know it's a film, but like you were saying, that that is, I mean, that is what it is. I mean, it's historically yeah. accurate. That is what it is. And it put you put yourself in the position of, of, the, Ger- of the Nazis and you're like, fuck all right, we've got to kill these lads because if we don't kill them, they're going to kill us. But likewise, empathy would say, you can't just, do I need to do this? Do, yeah. do we have to kill them? Can we, is there another way? But when you're in that situation, it, it's fucking, that's it. It's over. You've got to the do Germans, it. The Germans, that Zep, oh, Zep, Zep, spoiler alert, Zep actually dies. It's hell hectic. But um, no. ha, Hans, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, now whenever Jack and I play like Command and Conquer or some shit, we'll always like name a character or someone <laughs> like Cod <laughs> fucking Zep and Hans and be like, no, Zep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, they're, they're saying in that, they're like, we were amazed at how gentlemanly the, um, English yeah. and the allies and that were like because the reason they that we won really is because we had the good speed and the all the Nazis were on meth. They'd get a yeah, that's sweet, what it was. They'd get a and sweet fucking cocktail. What they call a soldier's cocktail, which was morphine and meth. 
that's what like, <laughs> yeah. he'd get when he was shot. They're like, woo! They were just fucking pinging off their heads. And, and then, fucking like, Hitler he was so deranged. He wasn't listening to any fucker, was yeah. he? He was just doing what he I'm, wanted. And they were like, don't do that. And he was like, I'm doing it. I heard a thing the other day. Can't remember where it was. I think it was on a podcast. But, you know, let's just say it was in a learned journal. Sounds better that way. And yeah. I read it. It was some shit that, like, um, <laughs> apparently um, Mussolini was, like, hella close to wanting to pull out of, like, the conflicts that were going on in World War Two. He was like, I'm yeah. sick of this shit. This is fucking crazy. And apparently Hitler was hell tired, but he had a meeting with Mussolini. So they gave him all of his fucking amphetamines and all of his fucking crazy <laughs> shit and his taurine and his fucking coke. And he went in and just, like, meth-ranted at Mussolini for, like, half an hour and, like, railroaded him into a corner being like, ah, da, 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 da. and Mussolini yeah. was like, yeah, fine, <laughs> fuck it, all right, like, we'll do whatever, man. Just get him the fuck out of the office. Like. Yeah, he's like he's in a fucking club or something, just gurning. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah, Hitler just, and Mussolini. <laughs> 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 they did pump and fall, man. But I think we did the same. Like, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's really crazy when you – because we did a – a pod years ago, and I can't fucking remember most of it, called uh, Nazis on Crystal Meth. I mean, go yeah. figure. But from that, you look at all the, the, the world leaders at the time that were conducting these, you know, theatres of war and sending hundreds of thousands of men into battle. They were all f- on drugs. Like, Churchill was a complete mad pisshead. He was drinking bottles of champagne yeah. at breakfast and he's fucking constantly drunk, constantly yeah. drunk. Hitler was fucking taking meth. It's... It's insane. And then you look, and then all the troops, like you say, they're all off the fucking head. They're all rattling. <laughs> Have you seen the, the old um, the old pictures of, of Hitler? Like you can see him shaking. Because didn't he yeah. have, like, didn't they say he had, like, like, potentially Alzheimer's or Parkinson's or some shit like that? Yeah. It's fucking rumors. crazy. There's man. rumors that he was almost, like, gay as well. Because there's all this footage of him where he's standing there, doesn't know he's being watched, and he's, like, checking out, like, fucking. <laughs> young officers that are next to him, like looking at their ass and like looking them up and down and like smiling to himself and then like resuming a straight face ahead. Like. It's cr- I'm like how war has changed now. Like <laughs> I don't think that we'd have, I mean, the next world war, like, we could have a world war again, world war three, but it would start and finish before it, anybody could call it world war three. I think it'd be over so yeah. quick. We wouldn't even realize not to be crazy, but you'd be like, we're already in some sort of fucking Cold War right now. Like, we're in a crazy Cold War with China at the moment where they're putting yeah. all these, like, trade fucking bans on all of our shit, even though it's yeah. not, like, valid at all. Like, they're like, oh, we got to, like, stop uh, buying Australian timber because it's got bloody this this insect in it. And you're like, our Australian timber is, like, world-class export. Yeah. And, like, they put bans on our beef and you're like, our beef is export worldwide. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It it is yeah. dangerous. That that shit worries me because it doesn't take a lot to knock, you know, knock the earth off its axis and it, it to rile yeah. somebody up. You can do it from simply trade. You can just yeah, halt how, trade and then someone Japan else will do it in retaliation. Into fucking World War Two, like they put oil embargoes and that on Japan, and they were like, "Fine, fuckers." Then like, scary, isn't it, man? It's scary. It is, and it's amazing as well when you look at how much. Um, like I, I think it will. Like, cyber warfare, that alone, shutting energy grids down. You don't even have to fire a bullet these days. It can be just, it can be done remotely and there isn't any coming back. You shut, think what would happen if you shut the the US energy grid down for a day? 
I read a, I read an article just today that was from an ex-KGB agent that was saying that they'd apparently been covertly grooming, like, Trump and his, like, followers what? for over, like, 14 years. Like, yeah. Had, had been, like, <laughs> had this whole plan that they could maybe get, maybe get him in. And I don't know. It was just some fucking article. But, but the thing is, though, it, 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 wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me because everybody's meddling with everybody. Why yeah. wouldn't you? It's like when you look at, like... They say, um, you know, you go to talk about MK Ultra, and they're talking about the Soviets are trying to use psychic spies to remotely view, like, secret locations in America. And you think, well, that's fucking crazy. And then you find out that the people, well, we did it, the Americans did it, you guys probably did it, everyone was doing it. And you're thinking, well, why? It's because if there's any... If there's anything to it, if the Russians yeah. do have some sort of breakthrough, you're fucked. You have to do what they do. You have, you have, to, have to match that them. Edge. Yeah, which is, again... Likewise, all this shit about, like, over here, there's been a few Russian, Russian assassinations with uh, poisonings yeah. going down, and, like, they're saying, how can the Russians come over here and do that? And you're like, well, we're doing the same. Yeah, We're it. doing the I'll same. Be, there's that interesting new special on Netflix, which is, like, actually rated R18+, called Spycraft or some shit. And it's I haven't seen it. I've seen it, but I've not seen it yet. Yeah, a bunch. It's real interesting, man. You should check it out, because there's a whole episode on that. They talk about all the Novichok fucking things that went down, and how they poisoned um, old mate with the umbrella that had the polonium in it and stabbed what him in the that? leg. What was that, Alexander? Yeah, it yeah, was Litvinenko. Let, let, let Vin- yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. crazy, that. I was working in, in London uh, at a hospital, and I didn't know it was the hospital that he was he was alive at the time and he was being, he was being treated. I mean, you're not, he I say treated. hella radioactive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there were, f- it's like, um, vans with the satellite dishes. There were cameras. There. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I mean, and then it's only when it found out, you're like, well, there's a Russian spy in here and there's been, yeah. Putin's tried to kill him with some sort of nuclear radioactive poison. You're like, oh, that'll do it, all right. Tiny fucking pellet. And that's when they knew, they were like, well, this has to be state sanctioned because there's only three facilities in the world that produce that yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That stuff is shady. But but I also quite admire how, I, don't, I say admire and Putin in the same sentence, probably not. <laughs> but he's just so brazen. He doesn't oh, give yeah, a fuck. He's a mad dog. At least he actually he, does fucking judo and he's hell fucking badass. Like, he's not just yeah, a yeah. fucking drunk old man. He's like, I'll kill you. I'll kill you myself if I have to. Yeah, like he'll just assassinate political rivals in broad daylight in Moscow. They'll pull up and they'll shoot the dude and they'll leave his missus alive and then they'll they'll even try and hide. Best mates with the top fucking bikey of the fucking Russian bikey gang dudes, like just openly rolls with him around shaking hands and shit. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't wasn't that how he started to sort of harness power? He became like a mayor, wasn't he? He was like initially he was um uh, Didn't you guys cover it at one stage? You did the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. They believe that Putin fucking bombed those apartments and blamed it on the Chechens, and that's how <laughs> he got all the fucking patriotic support behind him and he was like I'll go bomb those Chechens and everyone was like mm, that's exactly what I think you did that actually but whatever yeah. let's go kill some Chechens I mean it, it's, it's really shady and it? it's like you know when Kennedy got his head blown off and then the very people that they are well but so let's say the um, was it Lyndon Johnson and the CIA and the FBI the very people that would be looking to get rid of Kennedy so they say, were the people that were looking into the criminal aspects of it. They were controlling everything. You're like, yeah. of course they're not going to incriminate them. And Kennedy Trust was us. the only one that vetoed that Bay of Pigs fucking invasion or whatever it was in Cuba. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, nah. he's like, what do you mean? This is, a, uh, this is a silly idea. Like, let's not do this. And then they were like, yeah. And Northwoods, wasn't it? 
and yeah. northwards when he, he didn't yeah. want them to fly their own that planes into their do own buildings. Their own fucking false flag, and everyone's like, "That's <laughs> crazy!" And it's like they literally only were one signature away from just killing Cubans or killing American citizens in a foreign military base with a fucking plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they were legit plans to f- hijack planes. And then fly them into their own people. They had um, yeah. submarines. So they, ha- they had the ground we, invasion force ready. So they were like, we'll just, before Cuba would even be like, hold on, bro, we didn't do that. They'd already be being stormed on the beaches by the first yep. Marine division. Like, Yep. The newspapers have been, the front pages have been printed. Everyone's reading yeah. it. Look what's so happening it's, actually it's in reality. That, that episode for The Simpsons where the Lisa gets the letter <laughs> and it's like, Dear Lisa, at this moment, I am sad to inform you that our government has been overthrown by the benevolent dictator. Sincerely yours, little girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's a strange old world how things can be spun and twisted around. How brilliant is it right now what's going on with the GameStop fucking thing? Like for you saying that like to manipulate shit before and how do we even live in a simulation? And it's like right now what happens all the time with hedge funds and billionaires, they just manipulate the stock market. And right now a bunch of dudes on Reddit were just like, oh, how about we just fuck with them then? Yeah, yeah, that's it. We can do that as well. Let's just do it. Yeah. It is uh, talking about like reform on fucking. I was watching a thing just earlier with the dude that's like CEO of the Nasdaq, which I don't even understand right. what that is. It's a term that gets thrown around in finance. I don't understand yeah. any of this. Nasdaq sounds like a Japanese stock market, but I know it's not. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. Nasdaq's like isn't Nasdaq like the main thing when it comes to the stuffs and the stonks and <laughs> yeah, 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 the ins and the outs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's so a nonsense GameStop. game in it that stock yeah, market so the, it is. those dudes just like put fucking put options and like they bail out shit all the time and everyone's like they get bailouts by the government and now they're pissed off that a bunch of redditors were like no nah, fuck you we're gonna make some shit happen yeah <sighs> this is our game and we can only win it you can't play but there's a lot of things you can see like how the stock market moves before major global events and it gives you sort of indicate you think you're like hang on a second that's not coincidence like before 9-11, there was a, a people, a select few incredibly wealthy, powerful people put hmm. bets, essentially, on um, American Airlines stock dropping like a stone, and it did. The, and you're like, well, that's the fucking, fucking yeah, coincidental. The dude, the, the dude that owned the Twin Towers, that rich fucking... Um, Larry Goldstein was that. Yeah, was that Gold, I, was, I was about to go, I was about to go, that old Jew guy. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He took out fucking terrorism insurance on his fucking buildings like the week before. He was like, oh, I know. I mean, you know, just say that maybe the odds of a another terrorist happens so mine. <laughs> the thing is, though, it's like, it, it, it's not saying that these people are responsible for it. That's not my hunch because I don't think that's the case. I just think that they knew some All shit I was potentially going to go down, the Jews but they didn't know how much, didn't know what it was entirely. So <laughs> they'd got all this. I mean, like, didn't they move like a shit? I mean, fucking hell, we're going well conspiracy here. But didn't they like yeah. move all the fucking gold out the store at the bottom in the in the basement of the World Trade Center? <laughs> <laughs> on like the 10th of September. <laughs> yeah, the plane that hit the fucking Pentagon hit the finance sector for all the fucking missing money that would disappeared in the fucking first desert storm yeah. war or whatever it was. And like, it left a 16-foot uh, hole in the building. Yeah, a 16-foot yeah. fucking hole and the building didn't collapse yet. It yeah, fucking took it. two skyscrapers down in, in yeah. New York. What? I don't think that's... That doesn't make any sense to me. 
Yeah. And then we were like, oh, let's uh, let's invade Iraq and Afghanistan, even though yeah. it turns out Saudi Arabia sent all of the hijackers and they're just actually yeah. the biggest <laughs> buyer of weapons <laughs> off the US. Yeah, we did a, uh, a podcast on Saddam the same recently and um, the, <laughs> they were... The weapons of mass destruction claim, what was, obviously there was nothing found because he'd fucking yeah. used it all, but um, it wasn't unfounded. Wasn't it, because, from like, wasn't it from one dude or some shit? Like one well, America, in, in, the, in the Iran-Iraq war, b- before that, um, there's American companies went over and helped to develop um, weapons of mass destruction, chemical weapons, which he then <laughs> used. And that's why everyone went, we know he's got them because we fucking helped yeah, make we them. We helped build them, yeah. <laughs> That's the same thing with Osama, like Osama bin Laden. They're like, oh man, this guy's so well trained and he's so efficient. It's like, yeah, because your CIA went over and trained him to fight the Russians. <laughs> yeah, he was like, you gave him guns. He was your and mate. From the very beginning, he was like, oh, I'm sick of these Americans now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then we killed him in a massive game of Where's Wally that took fucking years. Yeah. And we found him next to a fucking, the premier military yeah. installation in Pakistan, an allied yeah. country. Yeah. Turn, turns out he was. Turns out it was just down the road from where we thought he might have been all along. <laughs> yeah, in like a two million dollar house. Yeah. <laughs> that just just had walls that were slightly constructed to be like two inches taller than he was because he was like an unaveragely tall fucking man. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that you look at and you're like, fuck it. Sometimes I don't even want to know anymore. I just go, you know what. No. He escaped, and then they found him, and then they killed him, and that was I that. S- I see, as someone that's about to have a kid now, I see how people just go, all right, fuck it. I just need to like focus on me and mine in my yeah. little area of the world and not worry yeah. about because I can't handle it. I'm never going to change anything. Yeah. It's fucking too, too much to worry about, or you just go insane being like, ah, the world's fucking... <laughs> <laughs> <I've> re- <laughs> well, yeah. A good distraction f- for, for me recently, what with the, you know, the ongoing slow motion apocalypse that's engulfing the world and the financial crashes and everything that's about to happen. I've been watching um, a lot of SpaceX stuff. Uh, and yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, obviously you have as well. And do you think that, do you give them any sort of possibility of getting to mars in uh let's say let's say 10 years do you think that's possible yeah, i think they will. i think people really like it's like it's he couldn't spacex as a company was not viable and you weren't going to land orbital class boosters until they did and then now it's normal yeah. and it's just fucking yeah. no, no one even bats an eye everything eyelid. he's set his hand to he's fucking done he's some fucking weird autistic genius who's like yeah Got his finger in PayPal at the beginning, made a fuckload of money. Yeah. Got SpaceX fucking up and running. Just decided to go dig those holes and make fucking boring company or whatever. Like, and they're just like, yeah, we're cool. That sounds cool. He's All of his companies make me, they're incredibly interesting to watch and innovative, but they're also worrying because I'm like, okay, you're building rockets to get off the fucking yeah. planet. All right. You're boring holes under the floor. Why are you doing that? I mean, yeah, I guess that for, tra- for traffic, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything's geared up to get to fucking Mars. I think they'll do it. I think th- I think they will. Um, it'd be interesting if they stopped though. I can't see how how they could stop them. There's an interesting book that I read ages ago um, by Dan Brown, the dude that did fucking Da Vinci Code and all of that shit. Yeah. He did one called um, Deception Point, and the whole idea behind that book was the privatization of space and the. Yeah. Um, they're worried that, you know, you don't want floating billboards in space that are ruining the night sky and all of this shit. So the president is unwittingly involved in a ploy by the head of the NSA and NASA 
to say that they've found an asteroid on Earth buried in the Arctic ice that contains fossils of like fucking um, like louse-like creatures, like shelled right. fucking little like arachnid-looking things. So it's like physical. You could see it with your naked eye, like fossilized things inside a meteorite, and it has a fusion crust. It's got chondrules, all the things needed for yeah. it to be verified as an asteroid, but it ends up being a big fucking ploy by the intelligence agency <laughs> in that to try and get the president re-elected because he's all patriotic, rah-rah for NASA, Whereas the guy that's running against him is like an Elon Musk sort of motherfucker that's like, nah, man, we've got all these businesses that could fucking make it way cheaper. Like we were saying earlier with the hospital and the $400 light bulb. He's like, <laughs> the fucking International Space Station was supposed to cost like, you know, $50 million or whatever it was. It blew out to like $2 billion or yeah. whatever. And all these countries pulled out, but the government just funds NASA because they're like, it's an American thing, you know, like. People love to see fucking NASA succeed and do cool shit. But yeah. So yeah, that book weirdly, it was written like 20 years ago or something and it sort of foreshadowed what was happening. Very prophetic, like the, yeah. Yeah. Senator Sedgwick Sexton in that could basically be replaced with Elon Musk if Elon Musk decided to go into politics. Like. Yeah. I don't think that's anything he'll do. I, I, I don't think he'd have any aspirations to do that. He's just yeah. absolutely hell bent on, on getting off. He was one of the advisors on Trump's science committee, wasn't he? And then he bailed yeah, when, he was. when Trump bailed out of the Paris climate accord. Elon was like, well, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I can't, I can't tolerate this. I'm out. Yeah. yeah he's an, he's an interesting character. Um, and I don't know where he gets his ideas from. I wonder whether they're just so outlandish. He's just, fuck it, let's just throw, mo throw money at anything and you can make it happen. Yeah. It's pretty Did impressive. You see the little, there was a little viral cartoon going around over the past week of a um, like some dude animated Rick and Morty to look like Elon Musk and Joe Rogan. And Joe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, you're an idiot, Joey. You're fucking too much TRT. You look like a tomato. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're pretty good friends, aren't they? They know each yeah. other quite well, I think. Well, he's moved to Texas now. Elon Musk lives in fucking Texas as well. Yeah. And the spaceport's in Texas. Everyone seems to be moving to Texas. Yep. What do they Apparently fucking they know? Of, Apparently they ran out of furniture, like in a lot of the stores, because all of there's been a mass fucking exodus and people are all setting up, all these fucking millionaires. Really? Yeah. Fuck. That is crazy, yeah. What? I don't see how... It's, it's, it's interesting that this is a massive... A massive period of flux when you look at pretty much everything is changing around us like this was yeah. a ma coronavirus it was pre pretty apparent early on that this was a huge moment in in human history regardless yeah. of the pandemic i mean you may not if you're lucky like some people have really good pandemic experience they won't get ill they'll fucking sail through it and it'll be fine but the um the fact that there's going to be a uh an economic fallout that every single person on the planet is is going to feel. It doesn't matter what yep. the disease does. Everybody's going to notice this and it's going to yeah, be around for years. You're going to feel grandkids it. Grandkids are going to be paying for it. Yeah. Like we've paid, apparently I say we, our government has paid the furlough scheme. <clears throat> so everybody, like if you can't work because they shut the country down, then the government were going to basically just, you're all right for 80% of your wages, we'll pay it. And they've been doing that since March last year and they've extended huh. it to June. So it's, fuck, a year, what, a year, 14, 15 fuck months? man, that is so of, much money your government is burning through. I know, yeah. It makes you wonder, I'm like, how the fuck is the financial system, it, it's over, surely it's Why over. Why can't you just have a universal basic income then? 
Well, that's what, essentially what it is. And all the homeless people and all the people that have been struggling are like, you could have just fucking done this all along, you cunts. Yeah, you could have just given us money. Yeah, we wouldn't have been living in depressive sorrow all this time. We, we did so well in WA that our premier that Jack and I are called Daddy McGowan, Mark McGowan, because he just looks after us and takes care of us, along with um Dr. Norm Swan, who we call Corona Daddy. He, him, <laughs> those two got together and just kept WA safe. But yeah, we had such a... Cause We've got a huge mining sector here in WA. That's why like right. our health and safety regulations are above the rest of Australia because we've already got such a huge fucking mining industry. So when we cut off and had a hard border with the rest of the country, they were still letting people travel around interstate and shit. They're all infecting each other. And over here in yeah. WA, we just fucking locked off our border with the rest of Australia. And everyone was like, yeah, WA should secede and <laughs> become our own fucking thing. Like, everyone was just taking the piss. But because we had such a surplus with all of our fucking mining money and all of that shit, um, yeah. we all got fucking $600 automatically applied to our power bills, like, like a fucking uh, right. credit, credit. Like so, you didn't have to do anything. Like you just, when you got your next power bill, if it was like three hundred bucks or whatever, mm-hmm. it just didn't do anything because you already had six hundred dollars yeah. credit just, sitting in your fucking power thing. It just, it, it is insane where all this money comes from because it, they're they're saying okay, like you say with the six hundred dollars, you got the uh, the I think America doing a stimulus package that's trillions and trillions, and you know we're doing it. Germany, there's various countries around the world doing it. And they say, well, you'll get the money, we'll recuperate it from taxes later on. I'm like, well, where's this money coming from then? If you're saying you haven't got it now, because you're saying you're going to get it with taxes, where is it coming from? I I don't understand how this is fucking functioning anymore. It it feels like we're in limp mode just to get us through this period. It's backed by oil and now it's not backed by anything. It's backed by a communal understanding that it's worth something. Would you remember when oil dropped down to negative? When yeah. this, like, it was like fucking minus five dollars a barrel. That's the fucking Corona when no one was driving around. Like, fuel plummeted over here to being yeah. so cheap, and we were like, "So why? What the fuck? Why are you charging us so much all the fucking time?" Then, like, exactly. Just you no, know you fuck? can. Yeah, it, it, you just—it's just manipulation. It's—I it, don't understand how. It's like we're in limp mode. We, we, we're in a shit situation and we're just pumping a fucking shitload of cash into people's pockets to keep them calm and keep them obedient and, and basically behaving because if they don't have food, then they'll start going out and throwing rocks and shit and that's when it gets yeah, moody. That's it. But then after the that, the financial system's fucked. Yeah, the, it's like the idea that organised unions were the or like were the collective res- solution to you, the owner, or you, the billionaire, not being dragged out of your mansion by a fucking mob and exactly. being killed in the street and yeah. <laughs> like yeah. strung up because people are just like, all right, well, pff, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, I tell you what though, if we've ever needed it, this is the time that the aliens need to arrive. It, this is fucking Ooh, it. Yeah, that's a good we're idea. All Segway. We're all locked up. We can't... Well, you're not. We are. We can't go out of our fucking houses. Everybody's in a state of disarray and and, and partial panic. And if they're worried about, you know, aliens disrupting uh, the earth, probably just do it now then. Show yourself and make the fucking virus go. I reckon... What do you reckon? Do you reckon disclosure's coming? Nah. Nah. I don't... I don't think so. I think... um, I think Wasn't what we there are some seeing shit written into the fucking COVID bill or some shit in America. Yeah, there was like wasn't there? ninety days to fucking yeah un- to, to tell us everything you know about or some shit. Yeah, and then they brought that weird. dude put out all those black file things that came out, which was like I looked at a bunch of them and I was like, this is just a bunch of scanned PDFs. It's too much to read. Yeah, 
I did read a few of them and some of them are crazy. I read one about the uh, something happening in the Soviet Union where <laughs> and it's and I'm laughing because it just sounds it like I know what I'm going to say and it sounds insane but this is what the <laughs> what they they released in their documents that there was something on an army army like uh, exercise something flew over uh, this is in the CIA files. This is from the KGB. And something flew over and they shot it down. I don't know how that's possible to shoot down something <laughs> from somewhere else. Apparently it hit the fucking floor, crashed. Two beings got out, coalesced into one, turned into a ball of light, and then turned 33 soldiers to stone and only two lads that were Whoa! hiding behind a tree survived. And I'm like, this is fucking Indiana Jones now. Are they this just feeding us shit to Dr. see how Who? mad we are? That's Blink from Doctor Who. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, isn't it? And I don't think angels. I don't it think was like the angels um, from Doctor Who because they looked at them, so then they got turned into fucking a, yeah. s- a superposition thing. Yeah, it's like pillars of salt, isn't it? You know what I mean? That's maybe, the, maybe the. Mm, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't think like this disclosure. Medusa, Medusa tales from back in the day. Yeah, maybe they're just trying to describe what they could see with their, you know, the language that they had. They couldn't really tell us what they were actually really seeing. And maybe we're we're describing shit in the way we can. We're not actually describing it accurately. But I don't think like I don't think disclosure is going to happen. But it seems though that stuff is happening. I don't, I don't even like that word disclosure. Yeah, no. <laughs> what about all the like TikTok videos and uh, TikTok, yeah. vi- not TikTok, fuck TikTok, fucking yeah. TikToks. So. Yeah, I know, I know, and you see that, and then they, and then Commander think, Roger Fraver or whatever, and fucking old mate yeah. that worked at fucking Area Six, Bob or Lazar, it was yeah, fucking big Bob Lazar. I don't know. Yeah. This is the thing, right? This subject was was it had it was just ridiculed, wasn't it? You were just people would just take the piss, but now like. Pens are going to go in. Oh, yeah, these three videos of, of what we call UAP, which is an identified aerial phenomenon, yeah. it's, it's UFO. Just let us have a UFO. It's UFO. Yeah, it. <laughs> and they're saying, yeah, they are real. We don't know what they are. They go into the ocean. They come from the maximum ceiling height yeah. of our radar, which is basically yeah. space, and they come down to yeah. a foot above they the sea level in the second. faster than any human could do if it had a pilot because they'd just be liquefied inside yeah. the fucking craft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, I'm like, all right, okay. Before it was just a bloke, like Farmer Giles in a field saying, I saw a yeah, fucking yeah. alien. And now that they're saying that, I'm like, is, what's happening? Are they and taking they a piss? that they had that ATIP program, which is like the advanced... Air, unknown aerial identification program or, or threat, uh, threat thing, identification yeah. program. So they had a whole like billion dollar government agency investigating yeah. all these unknown aerial threats. Well, they always said that they never, th- there was no, th- the thing is they always say no threat. And I'm like, I don't care if it's not a threat. I want you to tell me if it's real. It, it doesn't yeah. matter if they're friendly. Tell us if it's real. But they always say they had no interest all f- from the 40s through to essentially, I think it was 2017 when they said about the ATIP shit. But, they had Project Bluebeam, which then, yeah. when you know, was them looking into it and they said they didn't do it. So they have routinely, constantly looked into this at the highest levels since the end of the Second World War. Did you so watch know that, um, something's going on. Phenomenon Doco? Oh, yeah. Is that any good? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's has the thing that blew my mind in that that I because I'd I'd never really looked into the whole Roswell thing. I was like, oh, yeah, but that's just like the classic bullshit one. But yeah, since then, like, the two and or the three generals that were there, but one of them's dead since then. The other two have come out and they were like, yeah, it was a complete bullshit story. Like we lied to the public. Like we found yeah. this crazy fucking crashed thing in a field. The weird thing is, is where it was like where Roswell is, that military base, like it's right next to an American um, air base. 
Yeah. Guess what was stationed at fucking that airbase? It was the nukes, wasn't it? The Enola Gay. Oh, uh, the yeah. Plane okay, that there you fucking go. Bombed Japan during World, yeah. like bombed Hiroshima. So they dropped that fucking bomb after the Trinity tests, like their first tests succeed. Yep. They take the Enola Gay and the other plane out, bomb Hiroshima and Nagasaki, and then suddenly the airbase that that Enola Gay is stationed at is fucking visited by this fucking craft that crashes. It's all very coincidental. Fly out, fucking get all the shit, get it all onto a plane, put it on two separate planes, so in case one goes down, the other one still has fucking yeah. some yeah. of it on board. And then when they landed, there was already media there, and the general just said to the other two dudes, he was like, let me handle this, and he walked out with stuff from a weather balloon. And he was yeah. like, yeah, this is what we found. We found this weather balloon stuff, like... Blah, blah, blah. And that's been the story ever since is that it was just a weather balloon and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, apparently it just wasn't like this doco just because it has yeah. the dude sitting there and they're like, yeah, sorry. Like it was bullshit. We were told to just shut the fuck up. But that was like 40 odd fucking years ago or whatever. Now and they're like, yeah. since then, well, now, the like th- it's all been declassified and we can tell what happened. And they're like, we found this fucking weird shit. It was crazy. Like, it is absolutely insane. But the reason why people, because it was a fuck up from what I, from, from what I remember about that, it was it was a um, somebody made a call in the military that w- shouldn't have made the call, and they yeah. and I don't mean like a phone call. They just made a choice, and when they recovered this essentially futuristic object <laughs> in the middle of the uh, in the desert, they did a press release saying we've recovered a flying because it was flying saucer craze at that point. People were seeing shit yeah. all over, which is another thing. People were seeing shit all the fucking time around there at that point. And they did a release saying, we've recovered a flying saucer. And you can see the headlines of the news. The newspaper says, like, yeah. uh, Army Air Force recover a flying saucer. And then I think the next day, like you said there, it was retra- it, they redacted it and said, yeah. actually, it was a weather balloon. And everyone's like, so your high tech, your most responsible generals and military experts mistaken a potentially alien craft for a, for a balloon. Yeah. I mean, it where's, doesn't make where's sense. Where's the checks and balances between it being discovered and the articles being released to the media? Like, do you not have like a PR group for the military that's like, yeah. well, hold on. Does anyone have, can I just speak to the guys that found it? What'd you find? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No, it was a weather balloon. All right, hold on. Cause we've got UFO here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's why people think it because they actually said, the military said, we've got a flying saucer. And then they would actually know it's a balloon. That's yeah. why, because if they hadn't have done that, no one would have known. Or yeah. potentially no one would have known. You would have just had the old boys that come t- out and speak about took it, it off and say that and we've seen it. Hit it. And just hit it away. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It would have been the odd whistleblower saying, oh, yeah, something crashed in the fucking desert years ago. And you'd be like, shut the fuck up. You're lying. Sh- show yeah. us the evidence. But because they said it, I mean, it's, the whole fucking, that whole topic is, there's more to it than than people think. Like the the Foo Fighters that people were, not obviously Dave yeah. Grohl, but, you know, in, yeah. in World War Two, <laughs> they were seeing... Because they didn't, the acronym UFO is a military acronym. They came yeah. up with that, which is fucking nuts. Because they go, oh, people say UFOs is bullshit. You're like, well, UFOs is a, is a military acronym. They came up yeah. with it. That's Do you nuts. know the story behind the term flying saucer? Was that, um, didn't the geezer say that he saw something, and it, but it wasn't saucer shaped and it was skipped the way it moved? Yes, exactly. What was that? That was um from like, it's in Carl Sagan's Demon Haunted World, the book. 
And he goes, like, it was just, like, information Chinese whispers. Like you said, the first guy, he said, I saw something that acted like a saucer skipping across a pond, like he'd skip a stone and it was, like, yeah. thump, thump, like, yeah. moving as though something skipped across a pond. But he never actually said it was saucer-shaped. That was just, like, his idea of something circular that you would skip across the water. It was moving in ups and downs like it was bumping on the surface of a lake but flying through the air. So then it's, everyone it's, all of a sudden yeah. was seeing flying saucers. It's cr- yeah, that's it's, it's weird, isn't it? It's crazy. So, so we can kind of like, you, you, it's a safe bet to say something is going on. That's where my mind's at at the moment. Yeah, for I'm me, like, that okay, well, some, that, that shows on. confirmation bias. Where like it's when some one person says it, then all of a sudden people are seeing it. Whereas the idea that people have been seeing something for ages to me yeah. is very real. But the idea of like as soon as one person says sources, then suddenly it's sources everywhere. But I'm yeah. all about like. I went on a mad binge a while back of the old episodes of um, Graham Hancock and Robert Shock oh, yeah. and that, and all those dudes that like yeah, love their yeah, Egyptology yeah. and Fascinating talk stuff, about how the Sphinx is way older and it's weathered for fucking like 30,000 years, not like yeah. 6,000 years. And it's water damage. Yeah, and it's all crazy. the shit where like when you, when you have those, cr- like Robert Shock's one of my favourite dudes where he talks about how you see those petroglyphs all around the world which look like dancing figure sort of things. Yep. And when you have crazy um, active solar periods of coronal mass ejections, you get those in like the northern lights, but you can also get them all around the world if you have like a big solar event. Sufficient enough energy. It's almost like, yeah, so it's almost like all of these cultures back in the day saw something happening in the sky above them and decided it was very important and should record it. And that's why you see like people in South America that had no contact with fucking... Egyptian lads or whatever. In, yeah, or Chinese, but in all of their like petroglyphs of like carved in rock somewhere is these images of like dancing yeah. things in the sky and weird fucking yeah. like chicken heads and that's the actual like um the highly charged particles fucking slamming into our atmosphere and what would usually be the northern lights where our magnetos like sphere meets at the poles. Yeah. When that shit happens, it bends our fucking magnetosphere back and can have a big snap and it snaps back in towards the equators so like all around the equator you would get northern lights and shit like and people would be like we've never seen this in our oral history of ten thousand years or whatever like this is pretty wild let's record it (laughs) yeah exactly and I i think as well given the given given enough time if if we start to learn more about what these things are um it might become obvious in the ancient, like, you know, like you say, like texts and like petroglyphs and shit. We might go, oh, it's fucking obvious now. They've been saying yeah. it across different civilizations that they've well, seen something. In, like the, in the Bhagavad Gita or something like that um, religious text, which bloody Oppenheimer quoted when he's yeah, like, yeah. I have become death destroyer of worlds. Cause that's Fuck. what Vishnu says, like the God Vishnu, when he's like raining death down on fucking, yeah. but they're having like a nuclear battle in that, Bhagavad Gita book which is like thousands of years old like it's beings flying on fucking machines in the sky that are like wiping out whole civilizations and shit yeah and like in the bible some dude sees a fucking flaming spinning wheel or some shit that floats down and lands or some shit there's ancient, I know, there's, well, I say ancient, there's like historical uh, works of art. I can't remember the fucking name of them, but, you know, they're like 500 years old and you can clearly see 
what looks like round objects in the sky with what looks like pencil thin red shafts of light, which very much like lasers coming down. And you're like, what are they <laughs> fucking with? Are they seeing something? Are they? Is this their way of going? Look, this is what we saw. We've just got to paint yeah. it because we can't take a fucking picture. So this is what we saw. So it makes you wonder what what is if something's going on. What do you reckon it is? Because I I can't. To me, I'll try and look at the simplest. The simplest explanation. Yeah. Occam's um, razor, that shit. F- for it to be alien would be a, a leap. I mean, may, maybe yeah. not, maybe not in the expanse of time. Maybe if they're 500 million years old, I'm just talking out my ass. But it could be a um, some form of unknown advanced form of life that's indigenous to the earth that we just yeah. aren't aware of. That's more plausible than alien because yeah. we know there's life here. Did you see that thing going around on Reddit? Like Jack sent it to me the other day, which was um, some like classified shit from Noah, like the um, what's the like, like Noah, the fucking ocean research agency, yeah, that yeah, has yeah. all those like hydro the hydrophones in the ocean That's and it. shit, and like A network of them, yeah, yeah. Apparently, a Russian sub like <laughs> came into act in, interact with some fucking like advanced shit down <laughs> off something and the fucking sub sank and it was all covered up and it's going to be like declassified soon or some shit. It was just going through all these like yeah. forums on Reddit and shit. And everyone was like, oh, this is pretty juicy. <laughs> it is funny. It is fun. This is the problem. Yeah. And this topic is fun to talk about because, because it seems like something's going on and no one knows what it is. You can just go mad in your own mind and go time traveling like, humans. Like you're saying, <laughs> like we've mapped the geniuses. surface of Mars and moon, the moon better than we have the floor of our own ocean. Like our, yeah, it's, yeah, easier, yeah. it's easier to send something up into the vacuum of space than it is to the crushing depths of the ocean like which is bananas could, isn't it yeah you could literally like the lunar lander was made of like foil you could poke yeah. your fucking finger through like but yeah. we have to like make a fucking 50 inch solid steel and pers- perspex fucking craft to go down into like the marianas trench for an hour and then it comes up and it's already got cracks and fucking leaks in it like yeah it's crazy you've got, that you've got the weight of the ocean pushing down on you for like 10 Fuck, kilometers yeah. above that's it ah, so a, scary people think a bucket of water's heavy and imagine a column <laughs> of that above your head for seven Ugh. miles <laughs> Ugh. yeah the i like that thalassophobia is one of my favourite fucking, like, Reddit threads and shit, where it's just deep ocean yeah, fucking yeah, crazy, yeah. scary shit of just, like, yeah, you know, it, look it, at it, this, like, hole in the ocean that goes down 10 fucking K or some shit. You're like, It's oh, fucking really creepy. Oh. Like, you, you see the animals that exist down there, and they live in, essentially, almost perpetual darkness, other than the ones yep. that can generate their own light, crushing yeah. depths, almost freezing Vampire temperatures. Vampire tooth squid from hell or whatever it is, like crazy yeah. fucking animals. There's a place just off the WA coast down south here called Bremer Bay, and off the coast there's a thing called the Bremer Canyon, and it's like that sounds this fun. big, deep, fuck-off underwater chasm that stretches down like hella deep, and... Out there they find white sharks and other, like, large marine creatures that have, like, bite marks around them. Like, they found a white shark that had fucking, like, teeth 
rings around its fucking circumference of its body, which was like, you know, six foot wide or it's some fucking shit. crazy. I can't. Like, so I saw some, what the fuck I, is that down there in this yeah. fucking deep black trench that's like yanking sharks out of the surface of the fucking the f- water? Yeah, exactly. There was something on Reddit <gasps> I saw yesterday, and it was this lad. He'd, caught, he'd got this this shark on a boat, and you've probably seen the picture. And it's like a fucking I don't know what type of shark it was, but it's you know four oh, foot all, wide at its yeah, head, bitten half, it, yeah, bitten in half, and you're like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> There's mo- like monsters exist, <laughs> and they're there. Yeah, man, I mean, it's what so the- scary. What is down there, man? You know what I mean? I don't think there's... I mean, do you think there's any, like, large, huge, complex forms of life that we we don't... We're not aware of down there still? That was what... There's that interview with, um... Uh... What's the fucking chimpanzee lady? Again? Uh, uh, Jane Goodall. Jane Goodall, that's the one. There's that talk where she's, like someone's like sort of slyly asking her about whether she believes in Bigfoot. She's like, yeah, they're like, Oh, do you think there's any, you know, about like Australopithecus, like the old big fucking standard fucking ape and that. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, Oh, do you think there's any like undiscovered hominids out there or whatever? And she's like, I know where you're leading with this. Like, are you asking me if I (laughs) believe in Bigfoot? And she's like, fucking I'd like to, she's like, you know, maybe there's every chance, like if it's slightly intelligent, it could, I'm one of those people that would love it too, but I Occam's razor most things. And I'm like, man, we've got like drones now and fucking smart TVs and shit everywhere. Fucking yeah. Got crazy spy satellites that can just like, you can just thermal image, but exactly. the ocean's another fucking animal. Like you go that deep into the fucking ocean, who knows? Like I, I'm all yeah. about that. Like imagine if there's some sick Naboo type civilization of That's what I mean. Or some shit down in some fucking deep ocean trench. Like man, dolphins, dolphins are fucking aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I mean, man. 250 million years ago, there could have been some form of sentient life that was as a, as clever or as intelligent as us, but completely different in its appearance yeah. that we have no record of and we can't see it because it was 250 million years ago. And it could just yeah. be at the bottom of the fucking ocean now. Or you'd have no yeah. idea. And all the shit that like people see flying time, about like could be them. Whales <laughs> and fucking um, like other marine mammals, like they were like as fish mammals came from fucking the ocean first like everything came from the yeah. ocean where fish some dumb fish got out of the ocean now i have to install windows and hurt my back thanks dumb yeah. fish but yeah like, yeah yeah that whole branch of evolution when like some sort of thing like a bear or whatever it was went back into the oceans and lost all of its hair and developed into a fucking whale or some shit like 180 million years ago or whatever the fuck it was like they yeah. talk about that in that sapiens book and you go yeah what's to say some fucking I'm just going to go deep. Like, what's to say some crazy fucking, you know, chimp creature or some shit back in the day that was along the same branch as ours didn't just branch off and go back into the water and lose its fucking appendages and everything and become like some sort of dolphin creature, but be hell smart living down on the fucking bottom of the ocean or some shit. Yeah, like a bis. Yep. This is the thing, right? What what I always think about... Um, f- forms of advanced aquatic life doing because I mean it's a fucking crazy subject but 
that you just entertain it for what it's worth for the fun. But how could I just find it difficult to believe? I mean, it could be showing my ignorance, but how could they construct shit and weld underwater? How could that, you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't, I don't see how you could generate, you know, I'm, I'm, let's just say they need electronics. How, Mantis, how can you do it? Mantis shrimp, when they punch their little tiny shrimp claws, create the same sort of plasma that's seen on the surface of the sun and they're underwater. Fucking hell. Don't they, can't they like <laughs> kill things? Like It's like, like a Hadouken, isn't it? Shockwaves. Yeah, like... Footage, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that it's creates so like mad. a bubble, like underwater cavitation or some shit, which collapses like the oxygen inside that yeah. bubble for a split second, and it like glows like a fucking plasma. It's like, boom. yeah, like, it's and, mental, know, that's isn't on a it? Tiny scale, but yeah, I'm just spitballing here. <laughs> no, I know, I know the one you mean. I know the one you mean. That is absolutely. I mean, that's but, you know, like yeah, maybe there's some crazy shit. Like when you look at um. That's a, we're getting fucking Giorgio Sukalos here, where it's like, we're not saying yes. it's aliens, but it's, it's aliens. It's fun, man. But, um, but yeah, you know what, like, to say how there couldn't be some fucking weird shit down there that just because things don't manipulate their environment like we do, like dolphins yeah. and whales have, like, a way more advanced cerebral cortex than we do that can, like... Their, their ability to comprehend emotion or something is like fucking sixfold better than ours or some shit. Which like, is disturbing considering how we treat them. Yeah, we lock them in bathtubs and shit and be like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Catch the or, fish. Yeah, and you go like, that's like just getting some dude just locking him in a closet and being like, dance, monkey, dance. Like, we'll look back yeah. on that shit and be like, maybe that's why aliens don't come because they're like, you can't fuck them ahead. Yeah, I mean, you, you can be in, you can be massively intelligent and have no need for technology because they don't need yeah. it. They're, they're perfect for where they for everything they do. That's the I whole mean, premise behind the beginning of fucking Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. Whatever is like all the we think we're under the illusion we're the smartest creature, and then just before the aliens blow up the planet, all the dolphins are like, "All right, well, so long, and thanks for all the fish." And just <laughs> you didn't listen. <laughs> we were telling you. Yeah. <laughs> we we're trying to tell you all the time with our squeaking and that, and you just weren't paying attention. <laughs> it's a fucking crazy world, and it just seems to be getting more and more insane. I just look yeah. back at it and think, "This isn't real anymore. This isn't real. It can't be." <laughs> yeah. Like simulation theory is fucking fun sometimes. I dive deep yeah. into that where I'm just like, Pfft. it's almost like when people like Elon Musk, though, he goes like, you know, the odds that we're not living in a simulation are a fucking million to one because yeah. if you just project our growth forward, there's going to be a point in whether it's a hundred or a thousand years that we do have the ability to create a simulation just like you can put on an Oculus Rift or a VR That's HTC Vive now that you'll put it on and you'll be like, this is indiscernible from reality. And if we wanted to, it's literally like in the Rick and Morty episode where you're just like, if we wanted to run experiments to try and see why we're here, you know, the fundamental questions of reality, what, why are we here and what are we, where are we going and whatnot? If we get the ability to just go, all right, there's a finite amount of stuff in the universe. Like there's atoms that's, that yeah. means it's computable if there's a finite amount of it. Of so we can now run the algorithms to put that into every possible permutation that that matter can form in the universe and just hit run on a supercomputer and just go, Poof! and, and how do you know that's, that's, that's not what a Big Bang is or some shit when they're just like, Poof! <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Shoots off and they're sitting there going like, all right, well, that one failed. Like physics didn't quite take hold because... Like, they didn't have a strong and a weak nuclear fucking, force. Yeah. And Electron vault was electro- out on a fucking... Yeah. Le- yeah. yeah, so 
that like the fuck as as the um as the fucking electron went down in like its little fucking hovering pattern or whatever that's where like a photon of light's generated but that doesn't work in that simulation so that failed but next like and there's ideas behind like membrane theory where you go maybe that's what some of this like you see yeah. fucking a written record record from the russian military of something crashing two beings coalescing into one turning 30 dudes into stone <laughs> and then going doof and disappearing you go that to me almost sounds like how do you know that wasn't like there you go man ready like <laughs> out the la- the layer of our reality or whatever like the this simulation yeah. that we're in fucking whoop like cross the fucking membrane of the next simulation that was in the test tube adjacent to ours and yeah 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 fucking like you get like how you discover penicillin when you leave fucking uh, the petri di- petri dish out and a bit of mold grows or whatever you have the two test tubes next to each other but they're digital test tubes running a simulation and a bit of code from that one leaked into fucking this one and the code fuck. in this one was like what the fuck is that like yeah. can't compute turns to stone and like then the simulation quickly goes oh fuck autocorrect like the birds that were tweeting in that tr- tree was actually the fucking programmers like yeah, <laughs> recalibrating yeah. that fucking settings and getting those dudes that bit of code back out and you're like all right now we're fine again it, it, it is yeah i mean <laughs> i like that i like that that's what we, that's what it is what we're seeing is we're seeing artifacts of other simulations interact yeah, leak, leak into our own yeah the fact that he, uh, Musk even said that that the you know he thinks the chances of us are being in are, are basically dead certain we are yeah. because unless we're in base reality, then yeah. how do we know that someone hasn't already made one? And it's, yep. the very fact that we're here, it doesn't. You don't have to invoke an alien species or a godlike mm. deity. The very fact that humans exist is all you need mm. for that for this to be a simulation. Yeah, I like the idea that Elon Musk is actually on a bet from the future that he could come back and create the technology only with what's available today to get himself back to the age that he's actually from. That'd be fucking brilliant, wouldn't it? He's a weird guy though, man. He was at a bar and they were like, all right, Elon, like go back to fucking 2001 or, you know, whatever, like when he started his businesses or when he was born, like they, they inseminated him in the code, like shot him back into our reality and they were like, you have to come of age, go to university, figure all your shit out, get enough money. They're not going to have rocketry, so you're going to have to figure out rocketry that's, you know, cheap and cost-effective and see if you can get everything. Yeah. He knows that, like, some mineral we don't have, like it's going to be like spice in June or whatever, is going to be available yeah. on Mars. So he's like, I've got to get to Mars. <laughs> and then he's going <laughs> to get out to Mars and then he'll be able to build his fucking ship that'll be his fucking future port that'll make his Stargate on Mars that'll get him back to his <laughs> fucking reality. I fucking hope we get to see people go to Mars. I'm pretty confident we will. Um, I don't know what what I always think about when, when you know, SpaceX talk about what they're doing, what they want to do. It, it, they have all these the rockets, and yeah, they, and they can obviously get people to the International Space Station. They, they develop life support systems to do that, but they don't currently have anything to show how they're going to sustain potentially a, a hundred humans on an interplanetary mm. voyage between Earth and, and Mars. They don't have any. Like, <laughs> how are you going to keep everybody alive for six or nine months? At the they're moment, you're showing fucking, the rocket. Show us how you're going to keep them alive. Was it Stephen? Baldwin and Paulie Shaw or whatever, they're going to get them to be like, fucking, you got to think globally, man, and put him in Biodome <laughs> and fucking... 
<laughs> yeah. That's, that's going to be the kicker. And shit. That's going to be the it'll kicker. Be, it'll be more the technology of like where once we have the ability to split, like we know that there's there's frozen water on Mars. When yeah. I used to work, when I worked at the observatory out in Jinjin, mm-hmm. at the Gravity Discovery Center in Jinjin, we used to talk about job, this. By the way. Oh, it was fucking sick. I haven't told you how, I probably haven't told you this. This is the quick 30 second breakdown of how I got that job. So my ex, I'd always go on about Carl Sagan and fucking space science and shit. So while she was at uni, she did a summer unit on astronomy and she was right. like, you have to come and fucking meet this professor of mine. He's exactly like you. You two cunts would get on so well. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, right, sick. So we went out there. I met the dude. And we were both wearing Carl Sagan shirts, but like different <laughs> shirts. I was wearing a Carl Sagan's head inside a pentagram and it said, Hail Sagan. And I was like, fucking, he was yes. wearing some. And he, yeah, and he was wearing some other one. And we were both like, oh, man, do we just become best friends? And started just like... <laughs> Talking shit. But yeah, he was the professor of astronomy from Edith Cowan University. And he was like, man, you should just work up here and like be one of our um, hosts that gives the tours and shit, like and talks to the public. And I was like, yeah, I can do that. Piece of piss. So I just get, I'd just get hell stoned, go up there (laughs) and um, we'd have like a headset that you'd wear. I'd make all my own, um, like, huge. I'd I'd grab a bunch of like YouTube clips and different shit and make like a PowerPoint and have my little right. headset on and a PowerPoint presentation. This is wicked. Try and bridge the gap between like people thinking that science is fucking boring and lame, which isn't a thing anymore. But like back when I was in high school, there was no like cool nerd culture like there is now. Exactly, mate. It's yeah, like yeah, fucking yeah. like to learn stuff. Like right now, we're just vibing about simulation theory and all fucking random things and strong and weak nuclear it's forces. In pop culture but now. Yeah, so back, back fucking then, I was like, oh, it'd be sick to try and bridge that gap a little bit. So like I'm all sleeved up and shit, so I'd wear like a button-up nice shirt, but I'd always roll my sleeves up and be like, Right, everyone, you get some fucking <laughs> crazy. And like there was, there was, yeah, exactly. Be like, I'm edgy, like Bismuth, ready, check this shit, and fucking stick up a bunch of like funny nonsense and talk about how, like, um, I used to show heaps of Chris Hadfield shit where he'd talk about, um, like, uh, one time he had to fix the toilet on the ISS while these cosmonauts were outside doing a spacewalk. So he's running back and forth trying to like fix the toilet. Also running back into the comms room, speaking Russian to these cosmonauts that are outside, like, fixing shit. And he's like, you just got to constantly be fucking blah, 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 blah. And I'd show all of this shit. We'd roll the roof off this big observatory, which had, like, an eight-meter Cassegrain telescope and a bunch of Dobsonian scopes. Jeez. All of this fucking craziness. You could see Jupiter, like, you know, fucking, I'm doing a show and Rob visually, but, like, Fucking like the size of a dinner plate or some shit. Like when you'd look into this eyepiece, so you could watch over the course of the night the red spot like move yeah, yeah, yeah. across the face of Jupiter a bit. It's incredible, isn't it? But all of that shit, yeah, that was fucking wild. I just got that because got that job because yeah, like I said, we we're both just vibing on fucking Carl Sagan hell hard. But and just think if you hadn't have worn that t-shirt, gone down there, none of that would have happened. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, when I was out there, like all of that fucking looking up at space and seeing all of that fucking craziness through hell high definition telescopes and being there with like professors of astronomy that like appreciated it and could show me shit. I was like, explain shit as well. It's fucking freaking me out, man. Like you just freaking me out. Yeah. It is, it is, there is something to, to it. I mean, I'm, I've always been interested in astronomy and when you, 
like I've I've shown people Andromeda, and we don't, yeah, I don't yeah. live in an area where there's you know this light pollution. So it is what it is. You can see it, but obviously it's not a dark sky sight. But when people look at it, they go, it's like a smudge, and they go, "Oh yeah, that's that's really interesting." Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? That's people really think it's interesting? a light cloud. Like you'd be yeah. like, "Oh, is that like a cloud up there?" And you're like, "No, that's <clears> a galaxy, yo." Yeah, it, it's not part of all all the stars you see. It's it's beyond yeah. them by yeah. a magnitude of millions of light years. You're looking at an ocean of a separate island of stars. Yeah. Do you know that song, that Carl Sagan song? That's uh, oh, was, I can't remember what the name of the song is, but it's like a mix someone did where they took like sections of Carl Sagan speaking in these Cosmos yeah. series and bits of Stephen Hawking, and he's like, "A still more glorious dawn awaits. Not a sunrise, but a galaxy rise." Because he's talking about how, like, in a few million years, there'll be a day where if anyone's around, because there's a chance that our sun won't have fucking eaten our planet by then. But, you know, whoever, if there's people around on space stations or whatever, they won't just see, like, a sunrise. They'll start to see, like, the Andromeda rise once it gets close enough to our galaxy. You'll start to have a time in space where you'll watch, like, every evening, you'll watch the Andromeda rise, like, across the night sky. It's incredible, isn't it? To, to, yeah. to even contemplate that kind of time period, that dist- I don't think that we'll be around. I really don't. No, no way. You well, look if at the if we are, it won't, we won't be in our form. We won't be in our form. There'll be some. I mean, let's just go. All right, let's just say that we 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 get lucky, and <clears throat> there's not going to be humans running around with two arms and two legs. It'll be something else. No. It, it won't be biological. I don't think. Just some thing that yeah. we've created, which has designed itself multiple times over and over and over, and it's got no recollection of where it came from. Just out are there we, doing its thing. That old, that old. Are we the um, cocoon that's going to give birth to the machine butterfly? Yeah. Like you know, where our purpose is just to fucking create some sort of machine learning system that'll yeah. go out because that's another old Carl Sagan Sag- quote: "Like we're a way for the universe to know itself. Like we're just part of like if you give hydrogen." 14.75 give or take yeah. billion years you start to wonder it starts to wonder why it's here and what it's doing like. yeah well, that's why i don't really give any i don't there's nothing important about about that's so i'm not i'm not really i obviously want to live as long as i can live but I don't, i'm not death doesn't scare me i'm just a momentary transient yeah. happenstance of blip. atoms that are just sentient for a for a yeah. split second and they look at the universe and go what the fuck's that and then they get blasted back to infinity yeah. it doesn't mean anything oblivion, yeah back into the infinite potential of just everything that's going on out there and we literally came from like the calcium in your bones came from supernovas <laughs> yeah <laughs> more likely different calcium created in your left eyelashes than your right eyelashes from <laughs> different stars <clears throat> it, it that it's um it, the, the connected uh, edgar mitchell Apollo 14 when he was coming back from the moon they between the earth and the moon they they the the spacecraft goes into they call it barbecue mode and they i mean you probably know they rotate it so it doesn't so it heats evenly across its yeah. entire hole. And he said in that one sort of three-minute rotation, he saw the Earth, the Moon, and all of the stars that were out <laughs> there. <clears throat> and in that moment, he realised <clears throat> that we're all part of everything. There is no yeah. them and us. Or it's stars, are we are everything. We're all from the that, same o- that thing. That overview effect, where like you, yeah. when they're up there, they look yeah. down and they're like, well, that's weird, because I can't see any borders between these fucking land masses. It's just these yeah. weird bits of fucking... Like that whole pale blue dot speech of fucking Fuck, Carl yeah. Sagan talking about like, you know, everyone you've ever known or loved or heard of, every corrupt politician and emperor and saviour of humanity lived on that little yep. moat of dust suspended in a sunbeam. 
It's, yeah, it's mad, isn't it? It is yeah. mad. It, it is disturbing, but but it's but it's beautifully disturbing. I yeah. love it because it's so the, scary. The odds that you can it can be represented in a fraction or like a percentage, and it's like we live in the stelliferous period right now, like the age of stars, where stars are forming, yeah. they're making elements which are coalescing into fucking you know complex molecules and proteins and shit, but. There'll come a time when the last star will pop out of existence and exactly. you'll just have white dwarves and shit just slowly fucking fizzling away and, yeah. and then a fucking billion trillion years past that, the last white dwarf will fucking fizzle out <laughs> of existence and life like the arrow of entropy will then then succeed in drawing everything into a more chaotic state. Like everything yep. eventually just gets more and more entropic and falls apart. That's why you can make a sandcastle but eventually it just falls apart. Like yeah. grain, grains of sand don't just, there's nothing in the laws of physics that say grains of sand couldn't just spring together to fucking coalesce no, no, into yeah. a fucking sand castle. They just don't because it's the arrow of entropy is more likely that everything's going to get more and more fucking torn apart. So I, I there suppose can be a they, fraction they did, of time I where su- we're going to actually be able to live and that's where we are right yeah. now in the grand scale of like, the trillion billion billion years it's something like zero point zero 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 like you know fifteen trillion zeros one is like yep. the amount of time in the universe that life can be just viable and that's where we are right now. It's crazy. And then I suppose we go into the age of the black hole after that, yep. where it's just black holes that have gold up pretty much all the mass in each galaxy, separated by ungodly and that just Huge me, makes me think about simulation theory even more. We're like, how is every black hole that's at the center of every galaxy exactly a proportional? Point, point, yeah, proportional yeah. to the galaxy's mass that's Fuck. around it. I'm like, is that ah. just some sort of quirk of physics that it has to be like that? But that's the fucking just, CPU. The fuck? That's that's the central processing unit <laughs> for each fucking area that runs that fucking bit. Like, and it has to have, you know, it's like you can only have X amount of RAM. To, you have to have yeah, X amount yeah. of RAM to run fucking. It's Ugh. nuts. It's nuts. And then I, I suppose over time, I mean, I don't know the unless unless space is is truly going to expand forever and never stop, then I guess these there'll be some black holes after the age of stars and the age of galaxies that will collide, but most of them won't. They'll just go off into infinity forever and then yep. eventually evaporate through radiation. And then the universe will just be a cold, dark, black space. And yeah. in my opinion, at that point, it doesn't actually exist because you can. I don't know. Do you if need a, tree a conscious falls in the woods entity and to no observe to something? It, yeah, exactly. If it's not there, it's like it's like <laughs> rainbows. They only exist because That's of the, the shape of the cones question, in your eyes. Though, like, yeah, can some? If there's no observer, can there be something to be observed? Then, like, well, that's, if that's only... exactly it. Yeah, like, like rainbows only exist. No, animals don't see rainbows. We see rainbows yeah. because of the yeah. cones in our of, eyes. What sort of ra- what sort of ram- uh, mantis shrimp that we were talking about before? They see constant yeah. rainbow because they see in trinocular vision. They have fucking. <laughs> Three separate fucking structures so they can see, like, they see UV light coming down through the ocean and they see fucking infrared, like. Yeah. Whereas we don't see that, we'd freak the fuck out. You'd be like, oh, overload, sensory overload. 
I suppose that's why the visual spectrum that we actually utilise in our eyes is fucking tiny when you look at the graph yeah. of where it is because it'd be so overwhelming. You'd be like, there's fucking yeah. all sorts going on. X-rays, gamma se- rays. It was, yeah, it was essential to our evolution to basically be able to see this one bit that enables us to be able to see during the day and see a little bit at night, but otherwise don't need the rest of that shit. Yeah, we just develop instruments that allow us to see it. And even then, yeah, when you look at it, it, you can't really even comprehend. It's not even, that's not what it is. That's not what it looks like. Yeah. It's just, no. that's how your eyes are interpreting. That's a, that's a, it always blew my mind. Here's to go fucking deep on some physics that pitch is to sound as color is to light. So, like, yeah. When I like Doppler effect shit, how I if I go I like, ooh, like, yeah. And like as you hear a car go by, like the pitch is increasing because the source compressed. of the noise is getting closer, so the sound waves are compressed. But that's what happens with light. Like so, re- the whole galaxy is red shifted to everything yeah. we look at because everything is flying away from us. So as the yeah. light gets to us, it's stretched out to the red spectrum. So it's essentially that yeah, pitch is to sound as color is to light where the more that light is compressed or stretched it gives us the colors that we see and like when you're growing tomatoes or something like they prefer to be under a red and blue spectrum that's why in nature all the plants that you see are major majoritively green because that's the low energy bandwidth of light that they don't use so they ref- refract that green which is light mental. back out which is what we see so that plant is actually every colour but green. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's amazing. Everything that you see is not what it looks like. That's just yeah. the bit that bounces off, the bit that absorbs everything, I mean, into everything, it. Yeah, everything you see is just electrical impulses firing between neural connections in your brain. This, the world yeah. is a simulation. It's just, yeah. it's just our brain creating what we see. You're not sitting on the seat you're sitting on. It's the electrons resisting yeah, the yeah. electrons <laughs> of the chair. <laughs> Electrical <beneath>. field. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We use our sensors, we use our eyes, <laughs> and we use our touch, sense of smell and taste to approximate what reality really is around you, but you'll never, yeah. ever, ever yeah. get to see what this table actually is. You can't. It's not possible. <laughs> it's that, that. I often, yeah, I mean, that. again, it's fucking freaky, man, but that is the case. That is the case. Yeah. Like, you know, the That's fucking the physical the sky is not reality. Yeah, yeah. There was, a, there was a moment for some dinosaurs on the Yucatan Peninsula when that asteroid came in and slammed in the big dinosaur killer that fucking slammed into the tip of Mexico that wiped out the fucking dinosaurs. There was a moment, there was a sixth stage show and a production about it where they talk about like there would have been some dinosaurs chilling, fucking eating grass and whatnot or hunting each other. They would have been looking up in the sky over the course of like months and whatnot being like, you know, obviously not because they're not cognizant, but you could have been like, they would have been going, oh, it's a crazy fucking second sun we've got up there now. Like, have you noticed that for the past, like, few weeks that this, like, other stars, like, not moving? Because then even at night, it's, like, still there, just, like, <laughs> coming towards us sort of thing. And then the crazy thing is, like, as it got fucking closer and closer and closer, when, it at, like, for a split second, there would have been some dinosaurs at the Yucatan Peninsula that, like, as they looked up for the fucking... Um, jiffy is a fun term because that's like one that's the time it takes light to travel like one millimeter I think like so, so light travels at like a, 
Yeah, so see, in a jiffy, one, light travels at 187,000 miles a second or 300,000 <laughs> Ks a second. So, like, a jiffy is pretty fucking quick. But, like, so, yeah, there would have been, like, a jiffy where that asteroid punched through our fucking atmosphere and it would have torn our fucking atmosphere apart to reveal the fucking, like, heavens above it. Like, these dinosaurs would have, for, like, for a split jiffy, seen the <laughs> blue blue sky get torn apart into a fucking like because we only have a blue sky at the daytime because the yeah. white light of the sun is refracted into yeah. blue so like <laughs> on daytime blue. on the on yeah on the yeah it's not even blue <laughs> on the daytime at the moon the sun is the sky is fucking black because there's no yeah, fucking yeah, atmosphere yeah. so yeah. that's what they would have seen for a moment on the Yucatan peninsula they would have had a perspective of what it looked like to be on the moon where our blue sky would have suddenly gone and just fucking ripped open. The all vacuum the space air was molecules. there for them to see. Yeah. All the fucking air molecules would have been pushed out of the way by this asteroid that it would have ripped the blue sky apart. You would have seen, like, stars and fucking the craziness of the heavens before yeah. this asteroid just fucking slammed into you on the fucking surface. And within the first second, it was seven kilometres deep into it's the surface just of the insane. Earth. insane. <laughs> Yeah, so in the first second, it was seven kilometers deep into the earth. And that's the crazy thing that they've now learned is they thought it was like the old concept of nuclear winter that like the ejector shot out by the fucking asteroid impact blocked out the sun and everything got fucking cold. That was part of it. But the main thing that happened is if you were a dinosaur on like New Zealand or some shit, so like the complete opposite side of the fucking planet. You would have been like chilling, eating grass, and been like, "Boom, boom, <laughs> what the fuck was that?" Like, that was weird, and like gone about your day. But all of the silica and all of the sand and all of like the like the the fucking dirt, basically from a seven kilometer or fucking more. That was like <laughs> how deep it went in the first second. So, like millions of fucking <laughs> trillions cubic of kilometers, yeah, of dirt and soil and ocean and everything was when you throw, like, a rock into a sand pit, you have a little bit that, like, spurts out behind it, like impact ejector that comes, like, back in the direction of the impact. So the amount of shit that came out backwards in that impact ejector went outside of our atmosphere. Then as our planet rotated on its axis over the course of the next 24 hours, all of that ejector, which was only dust particles, like it didn't rain asteroids, but dust particles rained down onto our planet and 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 yeah so but as it came down obviously it generates heat as it interacts with all the air molecules so the ambient air temperature of the earth over the next 24 hours turned into a fucking oven like got to about 180 degrees celsius like everything just cooked the whole planet just burst into flame anything that couldn't go underground like a shrew which is what we evolved from yeah like so luckily some little marsupial fucking mammal thing burrowed down underground and they were all okay they could be like what the fuck sharks crocodiles all of that shit in the oceans they were like what the fuck's going on up there but (laughs) everything else was just like (laughs) and just fucking roasted like yeah just fucking completely all the silica dust just heated the atmosphere it's such an insane thing to try and even get your head around the amount of energy released in in that i mean how fast does that that go in it's not a question of if but when it's just it's just off off the chain the the energy that would have been released i mean 
earthquakes affect like an earthquake can affect the the rotation of the earth I mean, you think about yeah. like a trillion ton metal object slamming into the planet at 100,000 yeah. miles an hour and then and burying like it's itself kinetic, seven miles down we're both going like the earth spinning and flying fucking this way fucking we're this we're being dragged by the sun but the sun's also spinning in its fucking galactic course around our black hole and then out of that just this rock coming the other way it all just perfectly coalesces and just goes <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking so intense. It's it's unbelievable. Did you did you um uh, did you read about Oumuamua that yeah. interstellar? Have you heard about the unusual properties of that? Yeah. That they've um, that they said the that whole it's, shit it's where it's like it probably wasn't cigar shaped. That was just an artist rendition. It was probably cylindrical, like a, a circular shape. They think. They think. Yeah, yeah. Tumbling and end wh- over end, like a big fucking disc tumbling end over end. And they they said something. They measured how reflective it was, and well, they also they looked. At, I think it was a Spitzer Space Telescope, and there was no nothing coming off the back edge of it. There's no carbon atom, so it wasn't like there was no tails. It wasn't a comet. This was just some sort of object that wasn't losing was, any surface yeah. matter at all. Inter, and it's reflective. Came came from outside our fucking or into well, what was stellar or whatever. Came from outside of our solar system. Like. Did you hear how they measured it? This is what I thought was really really interesting. They when they measured Measured its speed, and they said that we went past it at, you know, uh, yeah, it yeah. came past us at like, what, I mean, what was it, twenty? It was an insane speed. But when they measured they sort of that, ob- it, they were like, "Oh fuck, we should have looked at it like twelve days ago or something." Was yeah. when it was at its closest. But by the time they'd seen it, it was already fucking. But that's that's what I thought. But what I was reading, and it was um, uh, a professor called Arvi Loeb. You probably heard of him. And yeah, was, I was he, watching his interview thing. Yeah, and he he was saying that. In relation to the background trajectory. stars of the Milky Way, it, there is a there is a um, a standard rest where everything is because everything's moving, but there is a standard sort of stationary, you know, um, measurement that everything has. This object was stationary in relation to all background stars, so we we it didn't Whoa. come past us. Our solar system moved past it, and its speed was not its speed, it was our star system flying past it, which then it makes you ask a lot, an interesting question. How, how can an object be sitting in interstellar space, rotating end over the end with zero speed in relation to the stars of the Milky Way? Because if it's been it's ejected a, from a star system, it would yeah, be it carrying have, some has, form of velocity. Yeah, it has potential motion and should keep on going. Like, yeah. But it was just a yeah, thing it's some sitting sort of, there. It's some sort of interstellar travel marker. It's a fucking road sign. Like it's yeah, that's a what he said, wasn't it? For fucking yeah. traveling around, like some part of a grid system or something. I'm like, yeah. I don't know about that, but but then they measured some of the reflective index of the of this of this object, and for it to be as bright and then dim off as much as it did, it would it would um didn't they say it would have to be? They said it would be like a I read like. Almost like a light sail. I <laughs> know he's crazy, yeah. but that kind yeah, of that's, yeah, that's what he dimension. was saying. Like he felt like it's almost like a light sail that's ripped off something because yeah. that's exactly what we're working on now is the idea of just sailing on light waves or yeah. pulses or particles because is it a particle or a wave? <laughs> it depends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, that again, man. I tried to – we did – um. I, I, I brought that up and tried to explain the double slit experiment in in a podcast oh, yeah, a while yeah. back. And fuck me, man, that's that's so crazy. You can yeah. read and read and read and read, yeah. and you can get your head around it as much as you can, but it's still it's so <laughs> counterintuitive. It's it's difficult to. I mean, that is freaky. 
That is freaky. It, you don't know what it's doing until you look at it. <laughs> yeah, until it's observed. Yeah, and that ma- that leads you more to like the observed simulation. Yeah, you're just like, no! what is? What does a fucking PlayStation do? The whole of Grand yeah. Theft Auto Five isn't there all the time. It only shows you whatever screen you need to be looking at at the time. Yeah. When you're looking that way, all the shit that was behind you isn't actually there anymore. It's only there when you turn around and need to look at yeah. it. And then, and then and say, like, obviously, it's only there when you measure it. So there's a there's quite an abstract theory that says that there's the universe only contains one electron. It, it just can be anywhere, depending on who's looking fucking at it. shifting. <laughs> fucking uh, hell. I don't understand it, man. It's just, it is, it's mate, a fascinating and, topic. Yeah, and maybe, like, yeah, and maybe we're not meant to understand it. We don't have the tools that are necessary yeah. to understand it. I, I don't think we do. I mean, to, to, to I mean, like the the Big Bang. All of our all of our measurements, all of our instruments, everything that we know, all of everything that we base our you know construction on Earth. Every, everything adds up and and toes the the physics line, which indicates that the Big Bang is what happened. If we yeah. can, like Hubble redshifted, you, you just yeah, go back re- the opposite way. It was all yeah, in one you point. Rewind, up, you rewind yeah. everything, and it all seems to go back to about. 13.75 yeah. billion years ago or some shit. Yeah, but but you can't create or destroy energy, but yet at that split second, everything came into being. And you're like, well, that yep. violates the, one of the but fundamental... But I, yeah, I, read, I read something about that the other day that was... I think it might have even been a RV Loeb that was talking about yeah. it and how, like, if you, if you boil water... Mm-hmm. Like the con- the constant surface tension of the boiling water is always shifting and fucking bu- bubbling and broiling, but mm. due to like, um, like fucking entropy or can't remember what what law of physics it was, there will always come one point somewhere on that that fucking grid that you're using as a reference point where it will become perfectly uniformed, like. That there'll be like when you know there'll be a bit where a bubble bubble pops, but then for a split millisecond it's perfectly fucking flat again. And yeah. like, is that what was happening to the nature of the fabric of our universe or some yeah. shit? That yeah, yeah, yeah. what we think as nothingness was actually the normal state of chaos and whatnot. But o- over all of that uh, endless fucking opportunity, there will become a bit where all of that nothingness is released in a moment of like i can't remember how he was using i know exactly what you mean though. It, but I, I, yeah he was like you know that it comes to a point where like it has to happen eventually somewhere in some point of something and if you there's no point because if you bring it all back like there's no space it doesn't to make say sense it happened over yeah. there like yeah there was no there for it to exist in like it has to have it has to have come from somewhere unless our fundamental understanding is completely wrong and i, I don't <laughs> yeah. i don't think our fundamental understanding is 100% correct but i think no. i think that we're right in the sense that we can try everything appears to have come from a central point but yet how how where did everything come from where did matter come from where did energy yeah. come from well, it has yeah. to have, it feels like it's come from somewhere like something collided well, or like you say like a bubble Pops because that's sort of that's part of membrane theory is like if there's multiverses yeah. like another universe yeah that when they bump together that's what causes big bangs like so one universe that's coexisting in its own fucking bubble just like our solar system exists inside its own galaxy inside its own fucking network yeah. and Launakea the big superstructure of the universe like 
when when one of those bumps into another one, that is the energy release that then creates that new pocket of existence, like yeah. the actual colliding of those two membranes of... So that's when you look at, like, this is where it gets fucking crazy and if they're <laughs> like, you think you understand it, you don't understand it because no one <laughs> understands it. <laughs> like str- <laughs> string, string theory shit where you're like, yeah. real, really, like Carl Sagan explained it best with his fucking flatland thing. Where right. so don't don't let me forget that we're going from membrane fucking things to right, that yeah, point okay. where it explodes. <laughs> but, so the whole flatland, you might know like this story of like the flatland principle, where we have like up, down, left, right, back and forth, and time. So like four dimensions sort of thing. Yep. But if you could get rid of say up and down, so you've got like. And it's impossible to comprehend because we can't do it because you can't have like something that can go forward and back, left and right, without it having at least, you know, a one millimetre plane of existence to be a thing. Like, you know, so you just say, like, picture a square or a circle or some shit, like a flat fucking coaster, like a just a thing on the table. And you're like, for him, he can move forward and back, left and right, that's fine, but he can't move up and down. That just doesn't exist to him. So that's just not a thing. But then you bring a ball into existence like a three-dimensional yeah. ball for him all he can see is that one slice contact of existence patch. that's yeah that yeah exactly the contact patch as it comes down into his reality <laughs> he just sees like this one fucking <laughs> slice of the thing and he's like what the fuck is that man that's like yeah. pretty and that's an argument for like ghosts and fucking yeah, craziness yeah, and yeah, all that yeah, shit yeah. where you're like is that just drifting in so um with with the idea of then, so like we live in four dimensions though, so we can go forward, back, left, right, up, down, and so then then this is where Carl Sagan goes all fucking insane and bends your mind, and he's like, so you got a ninety degree angle, right? Fucking like a fucking the the corner of your wall yep. of the room that you're sitting in. So now project out another. 90 degree parallel sort of thing. Yeah. So you're like, all right, so I've got like a, the corner of a room sort of thing. Yep. Like I've got that way, the other way and up and down sort of thing. The and three then you axis go, graph right, type job. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go, all right, now do one that's 90 degrees to all of those. And you're like, Jeez. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like your brain just like can't do it. But like when you draw um, like the old thing you draw in school when you're doodling and you draw like a square and then another square sort of behind it in the corner and then link all the corners with a fucking yeah. line. So you've got a cube now that looks like yeah. a dice or whatever. That's the shadow of what <laughs> that shape would look like in like five dimensions oh, if we could yeah. have... Because like, so that's that's what's called a tesseract, what they're looking tesseract, for in yeah, fucking yeah. Age of Vem- uh, Avengers or whatever. Like that's the actual mathematical term for that concept, the tesseract, where you can't, if you had a perspex cube, like fucking an actual, just like a glass box, if you put that on the ground and have a light on, the shadow that you see is a square basically, like a distorted just fucking square, the two-dimensional yeah. representation of that 3D shape. Yeah. So that actual 3D shape, that glass square, is the physical shadow of what that four, di- that five-dimensional yes. shape would look like if we could see it. But we can't. We can't access that fucking. Can't even perceive next, it. We can't perceive it. It's not necessary for us. But 
that's not to say it's not right here, right next to me. Exactly. Not right yeah, next yeah, yeah. to you right now. And we can't just – and like it could be screaming in your ear right now and we're yeah. just like oh, – like, Yeah, you're just walking around going about our own thing. to it. So like membrane theory, that's the idea is that like if we exist like some string theorists believe in – and in a reality that actually contains something like whatever it was, like thirty-seven dimensions or something, really. Oh, no, we we only, fuck? yeah, we only perceive four of them, like <laughs> forward, back, left, right, up, down, and we go through time and like, time it, yeah. as well. Because <laughs> if you just sit still and go right, I'm not moving. You're still moving through time and space, like yeah. irregardless. But yeah, so that membrane theory to bring it all back is like that idea of like that contact point for a flat world where like you're only a two-dimensional square but as a 3D ball comes into your existence, that (laughs) contact point sets off a reference that you can somewhat conceive in your reality. That's where our universe came into existence is that two other realities in whatever fucking dimension they're in yeah. like the fucking seventh fucking one that's not up down left right forward back or time it's 90 degree <laughs> from that and then 90 degree again and again and again to some weird fucking fractal reality some fucking inverse donut that's microscopic <laughs> yeah, as well. yeah 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 that's that Garrett Jarrett Jarrett Lacey dude that mathematician have you seen yeah. his fucking thing of the 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 fucking Ouroboros the yeah. Ouroboros like donut fucking thing. But when, cause he just got that by going, all right, here's, here's a circle. Here's another circle inside. It. And then I put another circle, 90 degrees to those and like kept doing it over and over. And then when he fucking unwound it, it represented what they saw in the collision patterns at fucking. Oh, I, I, I fucking. boson at the fucking large hadron colliders. What the fuck? I'm like, that's not coincidence. I know. That's a simulation. That's you're unraveling the fucking nature of reality that someone coded into existence. You might be seeing the answers, but not knowing that you're seeing the answers. And he's just like a surfer. He's like a dude that like surfs full time, but like does math in his like theoretical mathematicians of math on a fucking notepad. And he's like, I think abstract ideas can come from people like that. Because if you're like, I mean, there are abstract mathematicians and math is a language and I can never begin to understand it. But you do get people (laughs) that have massive breakthrough moments because they're not sort of in in the academic world, but they know they're, you know, they're clever guys and they come up with an idea and then they they pursue the idea and it's validated. And it, it comes some from of my favorite, my favorite dudes. Like I got fucking Galileo tattooed on my arm here, yeah. and fucking like, <laughs> like Michael Faraday. Like Faraday was a fucking legend. His teacher yeah. just gave him shit because he had a little speech impediment. So he'd say Michael Faraday, and his teacher was like, "You're <laughs> a, a fucking inbred retard. You're never going to learn anything." And he was like, oh, "I hated school," and so then went on, on to watch to, this. <laughs> yeah, basically discover like magnetics and how electricity flows and a bunch of crazy shit, but. It's it, it's that, it's the ideas. It's where the people get the ideas from. It's like okay, we're going to try and we're going to try and measure and try and find out whether the universe is flat uh, or curved. Because if it's flat, it's infinite. Yeah. If it's curved, it's a, it's it's finite, which might indicate other universes. And you're like, how the fuck did you even what? The, how did you yeah. come up with that idea? That priest Ow. dude that's on like the first episode of Cosmos that got like fucking thrown in jail forever because he had the idea like, and he wrote it hell poetically where he was just saying like. If you walk forever and hit a wall, like, and start climbing that wall, eventually you'd get to the top, surely, and you'd see what's beyond that wall. 
And then he's like, and then if you like fired an arrow off, it, that arrow would travel off into whatever's like beyond your wall. And the church was like, fucking burn the heretic, shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, kind of that. craziness you're talking about. And he was one of the first dudes to like try and um, coalesce like religion and philosophy and sort of an uh, like an understanding of science where he was like, no, nah, there has to be more. He's like, pretty sure like space exists and yeah. like there's other planets out there and they might have yeah. like people on them as well and like crazy shit. And the church was like, ah, oh, you're a fucking maniac. Yeah, yeah, can't have that because they might be sinners and God can't go over there and check. Yeah. It's, it's, Jesus it's, couldn't have possibly gone and checked on them too because he only died for ma- our sins, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it blows my mind. I, I, it really does. I mean, I do. I do enjoy. I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand it. I have a cursory understanding, like pretty much everyone else. But it, it allows my. It's like food for my brain. It, it forces me to think differently and entertain yeah. thoughts that I didn't think were actual, even you know, legitimate ideas. But then when you look into them, they really fucking are, and it gets really creepy. <laughs> I've I've sat on a th- on a theory for years, which I've told like Jack, and I think I might have spoke about it in our podcast a few times, but. Yeah. The idea, so you know, neutrinos, like weakly interactive massive particles. So like how the sun sends off billions of neutrinos all the time. Right now they're passing through us all the fucking time, but they don't interact with our atoms, like... I like, they could pass through a light year thick lump of lead and not yeah, touch yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a neutrino. So that's what they look yeah. for in those like underground observatories, like the the one in Japan, snow, the subterranean nucle- uh, neutrino observatory. That's it. Looks like something from the event they horizon. Fill it, <laughs> yeah, fill it with fucking hard water and all of those things that are on the outside of this big underground, what used to be a copper mine, and they turned it into a big sphere underground, and mm-hmm. then they put photoreceptor cells on the entire surface of the inside of this dome and fill it with 360 degree observation yeah and then fill it with water that hard water that one in a fucking billion chance once in a while a neutrino will hit after traveling through all because they have to block out all the fucking background radiation and noise that's why they put it underground so yeah when that shit hits water there's a brief moment where it would light up like we couldn't perceive it, but these cameras can. It's like a and next level cloud chamber. Yeah, and that's that, exactly. It's a cloud chamber and that's how they're detecting neutrinos. So I've always had this idea that I don't know if you've ever partaken in the mushroom variety of plant <laughs> or anything of this nature, but there's a, there's a whole like idea of like the stoned ape theory and all of this shit back in the yeah. day and how we were talking about how you were just saying then how dudes come up with theories that are like, outside the box and like Nikola Tesla always talked about how like he felt that the ideas just like came to him like he was yeah, some he saw sort them of three dimensionally didn't he yeah. yeah like he was like the ideas come to me like my brain is just receiving them from somewhere and like there's there's a term for it I can't remember what it's known as but like people believe like in some bullshit thing that like if you try and like like the muse sort of thing like the idea behind creating is you have to show up and yeah. if you show up yeah. and just make the effort, something will create itself out of you. Didn't like, Tesla, he was saying that he would, there was a, an anecdote of him walking through, I think it was Central Park, and he stopped in his tracks because he was he could f- see in his mind's eye a three-dimensional model of an AC motor, which he then scratched <laughs> out on the floor with a stick, and then that was his drawing. It, it's Perceiving yeah. it in three dimensions in his mind without even actually thinking about it, it's fucking what. So I've got the I've had this idea for fucking ages now that the way that um so neutrinos don't interact with us right but 
It's the idea, the good analogy was that if you're a like celebrity, when you walk into a room, everyone crowds around you and it's hard for you to even get like 10 feet into the room because yeah. you're like, oh yeah, hey, how you going? Nice to see you. But the waiter who's carrying like the hors d'oeuvres can just zip through the whole room, doesn't interact, like no one barely notices him or touches him. That's what neutrinos do to the like fabric of our reality that we know of being able to touch hard shit. Like they just don't interact with electrons and fucking anything else. They're just like, see ya. But I was like, what if the idea behind what you were just saying of like Tesla just stopping and being like, what the fuck? Like (laughs) this is an idea. Or when you're sitting with people and like you've been on shrooms before or something, the idea of those shared experiences where people are sitting around together and they're like, Oh, what'd you say? And someone's like, I didn't say anything. And you're yeah, like, oh, yeah, I, thought yeah. you, I thought you said fucking, like, were you hungry? And the person's like, no, I was, I was thinking about that I was fucking hungry, like, before, but I didn't say anything. Or, like, oh, that's just a little anecdote, but shit like that with Tesla, with fucking Elon Musk. Are these dudes, like, receiving some sort of interactive particle information shit that the most people aren't on a fucking base <laughs> level? Like, we're operating yeah. on some, like, Windows 95 shit but they're up there on like Linux, just fucking coding with the fabric of the universe, like well, that, getting yeah. information and like it, the idea the that whole... Tesla can stop and just build something because like that idea might've been imparted on a bunch of like neutrinos that had come through some other fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. genius alien in some other fucking like star system over dimension. Then traveled. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Then it came through and it just fucking smacked Tesla in the head. And he was like, uh, okay. Well, that's like, it. There's a lot of people saying that you know the, the just just the very fact that we're that, that how technology ha, we've in, we've sort of brought it into existence and we've sort of nurtured it to the point where it seems to be guiding us. And and people are saying like you know I've 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 listened to I'll say it again I've read journals not listened to podcasts on it but <laughs> where you have like learned professors saying that it could this could be some form of of alien technology in itself that it's mm. it's willing us to create it to facilitate yeah. something else and it's like okay what how good then? a phone do you need like we've already got fucking all the yeah. information you could possibly need but it's like nah but i need like four billion megapixels yeah like, yeah, you, yeah you can't even see it with your fucking eyes we're at a point we're at a fucking resolution that can't be picked up by the human eye anymore like, yeah yeah these cunts wanting these mad ass phones they've got glasses on you're like your eyes are shit <laughs> what's the point of having it <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's mental! It is a crazy fucking thing, man. I hope uh, I, I can. I could see how it, I could see. I could see some form of you know, some intelligence willing us to create, uh, you know, technology like almost like contact to facilitate their arrival into our plane. Yeah, <laughs> take over. Yeah, or even uh, maybe uh, it's, it's it's a sentient being in itself, and we're just creating it, and it's starting yeah. to become aware, like a toddler it's, growing up. It's. That the idea that like yeah that thing of you're a way for the universe to know itself it's like maybe that's part of it as well as like technology is some like coalition coalition of like the drive for a st- understanding of the universe so nature's realized that humans aren't doing a good enough job so it's implemented a strategy to go all right but what you guys can do is build me some sort of system that will. Yeah get us to a point to where we can understand and figure out what the fucking grand scheme of things is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if even if that isn't the case, 
we're definitely heading towards and we're attempting to at some point we no doubt we will create artificial intelligence which yeah. will be we're an basically alien talking life about form singularity like a point yeah. of singularity where like we're going to get to a point of technological advancement where we'll basically just upload consciousness and then, <laughs> we'll, a then you won't you won't die like we'll be able to fucking figure shit out for ages until some but then yeah you know i shared that meme where it was like um you know uh, human humanity fucking evolves. It creates technology. Technology tries to get better. Technology enslaves humanity. Uh, solar flare wipes out technology. Humanity worships sun, and the yeah. cycle starts over again. Like and that's yeah, why we why all start not? off as like sun cults and shit because we have this memory as a collective species of like the sun is the only thing <laughs> that keeps us alive because yeah. first of all it photosynthesizes shit gives us all of our life, but then we all know that in about a million years after we figure shit out, we always fuck it up with robots and the, <laughs> the sun has to come along and go, all right, hold on, you try it again and you fucked it all up, so I'll just CME the fuck out of your planet again and wipe every central processing unit out and then you just can bumble fuck your way back into it again and try and figure Having it out crack. again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a weird thing, man. And who knows? Who knows, man? And then you get to this point where you get us sitting here going, we'll figure it out between us with our podcasting powers combined. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we'll have a chance in hell of doing that. <laughs> no uh, chance. All right, well, yeah, that's like two hours, man. I should probably go check on my pregnant partner. Yeah, I was going to say, mate, yeah. It's, well, it's can, probably half nine now for you, isn't it? You can get about, no, it's only, it's, it's 7.30 here now. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah, time's on. You're in but, the future. Yeah. You got, you can get about your Saturday activities now. Yeah, uh, sitting at home, sitting in front of the TV, looking out the window at the plague. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, watching the roving cannibals plague the outside. Yeah. Watch the Mad Max reality start to come to actual fruition. <laughs> that was wicked, uh, mate. Yeah. I enjoyed doing that. I'll chuck all the... Uh, assorted fucking links and shit on the end so everyone will know where to find all of the robots for eyes shenanigans and whatnot yeah 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 send us um all of your stuff as well and I'll, when i release it i'll do the same thing mate yep too deadly broski that was excellent mate we'll have to do that again that's fun yeah we'll have to make this like a we'll start doing it as a fucking bi-monthly thing or yeah some definitely shit. yeah i was Whereas gonna it's say you yeah. and me because it's not it's not too hard when it's just you and me like we can just fucking find this time to slip on the old Discord and then talk shit. So yeah, that's it. I wasn't gonna. I'm not doing anything anyway. I'm fucking locked down. I might as well, you know, <laughs> talk about neutrinos. Yeah, you got <laughs> artificial to intelligence to, for a bit. Build your podcasting empire so that you've got something <laughs> to fall back on. Uh, we could, do you want me to hit stop then on this now, mate? Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna hit stop now. So bye, everyone. <laughs>